right. All right. Mic check. Mic check. Yo, Sean, can you hear me? Can I hear me? Um, I'm a little hoarse. I've been doing a lot of um, recording over the last two weeks. So brand new season of the Jeffers Moody Show on the way family sometime in March. Probably second week of March. Mm, third week of March. We'll see. It's going to be worth it. Uh, young Sean, we got, listen, last week I briefly talked about the, the Super Bowl show, but this week after actually watching the whole thing, uh, uh, fam, before we get into the classic replay, uh, uh, you guys know always new content before the show, right? Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to tell y'all why it, it, this was the worst Super Bowl halftime performance ever. And then only because I love my listening fam. Queen Sheila sent me this article about Kanye. Well, you guys know the Kanye West is like a roach as far as I'm concerned. And and, I, you know, you know, I listen, I know you guys know I don't celebrity meat ride. You know, I'm not a dick rider. It's the pre bump. I'm ringing a bell. You guys know that. But but I get it. I do do a podcast every once in a while. I talk about celebrity. I just don't base my career off of other people's lives and success and whatever. Like I would feel like a real bitch if the only skill I had was to talk about what celebrities are doing. I just feel like there's too much real news going on in real life and motivation and stuff. And we can have fun and bullshit around. But, you know, we kind of like to stay focused too. We could be nasty, we can be intellectual, we could be whatever, but we gotta be balanced. But only for Queen Sheila. I'm gonna read this Kanye article, Queen Sheila. You said it when you sent it. You know this ain't my style, but I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Okay? I'm gonna do it for you. Cause I adore you. I'm gonna do it for you. Before we do that, family, listen, I, as I understand, you can still hear the Jeffers Moody Show on iHeartRadio, or you can hear it on uh, TuneIn. Now, let me tell you guys, if, if those are the ways you've been listening, I would say just keep listening until, I mean, you know, it don't work no more. Not supposed to be working now. But uh, what I'm suggesting you guys all do so we can all get in line, family, and we can narrow everything down. Go get the free Spotify app. Or if you already have Spotify, just put in the Jeff is Moody show. Pow. Brand new show up. First thing every Monday morning. No more three to six. It's on demand. You listen when you want. You can pause it because you got stuff to do. You know, and then you can start it again. You do whatever you want to do. Or go get that podcast FM app from Amazon, guys. All of you order off of Amazon. Go get the free app, Podcast FM, one word, P-O-D-C-A-S-T-F-M. Get the app, open the app, hit podcast. It's either on the top or bottom of your screen. And uh, search for the Jeffers Moody Show, pow. Brand new show up first thing Monday morning at on demand and all the on demands there. And you can start. You don't know. It's no more three. I mean, I love three to six. I rocked it. <laughs> it never be a, another three to six are like me. But my fam, but you know, I got I deal with busy people. They my fam. You know, you got I, I got it, man. You guys were busy and 
You, you know, you tried and you listened. Yo, let me tell you how much the fam love me, young Sean. The, the fam, you had so many people that had just pressed play, but they couldn't physically, they couldn't really listen to the show. They just wanted to get the hit. Then they go back and listen to the show when they could. That's love. Ring the bell. All right. So like I told you guys and gals and kings and queens, um, the new season of Jeffers Moody is going to be so well worth it. Family, we're done with the 2022 bounce. For those of you that are familiar with the show, I am the motherfucking podcast intro king. I'm the pod guy, pod king. I, I, I literally term the phrase the bounce when it comes to podcasts. I did that. I did that. And every year we give y'all crazy bounces. When the show open up, it's like a minute or two of music. You know, people are like, Moody got a long intro. Oh, no, fuck you. <laughs> it's about to bounce. I record on, I, I record on a rhythm, you know. I'm a music guy anyway. And so, man, let me tell you. Jaha and myself, family, we got up in that lab and we brung it back to boom bap. When it comes to the bounces over the years, y'all have gotten the club. Y'all have gotten it smooth. Y'all have gotten it damn near techno. Y'all have gotten it all. But I don't remember giving y'all some boom bap, but doom boom bap, but doom bap, but doom boom bap. Ooh, the 2022 bounces off the chain. All right. All right, that's it. And, and so, Young Sean, let me talk about this halftime show. Uh, you guys go, please go to get the, the free Spotify app. Use your Spotify, the Jefferson Movie Show. Get Podcast FM, one word. Uh, open the free podcast app. Hit podcast. Find my show, pal. And if you're getting it where you used to get it, fine. Go with that. But I'm telling you, all do me a favor. Go get the Podcast FM app, y'all, and, and use your Spotify, all right? I just want to, I like that. I like it like that. All right. If y'all love me, y'all y'all do that for me. Thank you. Yeah, young Sean. Let me tell you why this is the worst Super Bowl uh, show ever. You know, the the game itself was awesome. Congratulations to the Ram uh, Rams, and congratulations to OJ Beckham, Odell Beckham. Why am I calling this nigga? Oh, jeez. Oh, I got a little OJ back. Odell Beckham. Uh, a lot of people are like, well, Moody, the Giants kicked him out of New York. And so all of a sudden, y'all are Odell. No, listen. Uh, listen, uh, Dallas Cowgirl fans, we're, we're not, we're, we're, we're not clitorises like you guys are. Uh, New Yorkers have extremely thick skin and we're assholes on top of that. And and so uh, here's how I look at sports. I'm sorry about all of you that meet ride athletes that don't give a fuck about you. Uh, when I read this d- ridiculous Kanye story, I'm sorry about all of you that worship celebrity that don't give a fuck about you. I feel sorry for people like that. But let me tell you about me and sports. I represent my city. I don't have no jerseys with other men's name on my back. I don't think I ever had it. Maybe when I was a kid, my dad might have bought me um, a, a, a Giants jersey or something with somebody's name. I'm young. I don't care. 
you know, and and the Steelers. Because also when I was really young, y'all, it was Giants first. But I love Bradshaw to Lynn Swan, and I love Franco Harris, you know, and I love the Pittsburgh Steelers. Jack Lambert, Mean Joe Green, I love those guys. Y'all remember the Steel Curtain? But I ain't love them more than the Giants. But I was a little kid. But since I got of age, 13, 14, never been cool on having people name on my back. I mean, get the fuck out of here. They don't got my name on their back. Fuck that. So the way I look at sports is that I just want you guys to play a good game. I want my team to win. I want your team to lose. Uh, if your team does win, I'm, I'm kind of happy for you because I'm not going to go to bed, lose, and sleep about it. All you bitch-ass niggas and all you bitch-ass queens out there who actually lose sleep, uh, go to games and fight each other and shit. Oh, and you're going to get arrested and you're going to pay a fine and the team's not going to do it for you. Salute to all my dick riders out there. Salute to all the meat riders. You fight more for sports than voting rights. Salute to you. When the world atomizes, it, 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 would, it would have a lot to do with you. You dick rider you. You stupid motherfuckers, you're out there fighting, fist fighting each other drunk as fuck in a fucking football stadium. What's wrong with y'all? Over a team that doesn't give a fuck if you're there or not. I ain't on it like that. So Odell, Odell, congratulations. Hey, to the Cincinnati Bengals, ring the bell for them. Young Sean, congratulations to him. My Giants are trash. Now, I think my Giants are going to get better, and we're not worried about it, but my Giants are trash, but I'm not mad at Odell Win. By the way, everybody knows that, that, that I take joy in trolling Dallas Kyle Fong fans, but guess what, guys? If Dallas goes to a Super Bowl and gets their six, and, and this young black quarterback and this young these running backs and these young teams are winning, I'm happy for them at the end of the day. It's more about the city than the actual people. I don't really give a fuck about the people man i don't so the game was good you, you know i walked out on the game about the the second quarter because i had to record the show last week for you guys uh you see how much i love y'all i had to record the show so i said fuck the game i did the show i caught the replay of the, I, we recorded i didn't see all of the halftime show i missed that also but i caught it all so the game was great. I forgot what the score was because I don't care. So let's get to the uh, uh, congratulations to the Rams. Congratulations to the Super Bowl champs. Uh, don't know even half the names of the people on your squad besides Odell. And 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 that's that. Okay, so fuck y'all. Congratulations. All right. So let me tell you guys why this was the worst halftime performance of all time. Okay, let me tell y'all real quick. You know, Sean, I want to say I'm only going to be 20 minutes, but we know how that go. I don't know how this is going to go. All right. All I know is that our family tune in to get classic replays during our hiatus and we give them new material in front of every replay. And that's what makes us different. And that's what gets us the respect that we get. And that's all I know is that this is new. I don't know. Let's just roll with it. Don't be fucking telling me about no time. I'm going to do what, what I want. Okay. So, uh, uh, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, 
uh, Kendrick Lamar, Mary J. Blige, uh, uh, 50 Cent. All, all, all chart toppers, um, all with timeless songs that will remain uh, in R&B and hip hop forever. So they got them all. They got them all. Now, I now I heard a lot of people say, ha, 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 NFL, you're not that funny because dealing with Coach Flores, who is now, I think, the head defensive coordinator, the senior defensive coordinator for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, ring the bell for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, you guys should have all you guys should have fucking acted on Colin Kaepernick as quick as you did Flores. But Flor- I love this because Flores spoke out the truth. Uh, he still has an open lawsuit against the NFL and he has a job. So, you know, the owners of the NFL who are largely kind of clan minded anyway, you know that they are fucking sick to their stomachs. OK, fine. All right. Pittsburgh, good luck to you if you win more than three games next year, because you're going to get sabotaged almost every game. But moving right along. So anyway, you got these artists, right? Every single one of them iconic, every single one of them were over now. If you were going to name anybody's hit records and you were able to, it would probably be 50s. Uh, not because 50 doesn't have a bunch of great records, because he does. Uh, but just as far as like Mary J is, God damn it, from the 80s to now of hits. Dr. Dre from the 80s to now of hits. Eminem from 20, 25 years hits. Uh, Kendrick Lamar, you know, he he just came. He's been doing this for years, but he's been a he's been a phenomenon for what y'all three or four years. I don't know. I don't I don't really know. I know I fucks with Kendrick heavy. Ring the bell for Kendrick. So you got all you got all these chart toppers. You got all these record breakers. You got some of the greatest artists in the world of their genre. But the show was trash, and I'm going to tell you why. Oh, 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 it wasn't because of the pyrotechnics and it wasn't because of the choreography of the show, because that was that was that was uh, some of the best shit you've ever seen. Let me tell you, uh, whoever was in charge of helping Dre put that show together as far as the visuals. Those motherfuckers need to be in charge of every Super Bowl. Man, that setup, all them dancers, all that coordination, the sound quality. I mean, it was the great. It's among some of the greatest shit I've ever seen before. So that's not why this show was trash. No, didn't have nothing to do with that. Get to it, Moody. Get to it, Moody. I get to it. Will you fucking listen? I'm going to get to it, a motherfucker. God damn it. I'm on a vacation. What are you talking about? You get to it. <laughs> Shit. No, that's not why it was bad. It wasn't the records they were performing, right? Because those are all platinum r- records. If I'm not mistaken, nobody performed the gold record. Nothing wrong with going gold, by the way. Nothing wrong with going 200,000. Wish when I was doing music consistently and trying to be an icon, wish I could have sold 200,000 records. I sold 20 before. (laughs) I think I sold 70 records or 700 records or something. 
independently on cassette tape. <laughs> now it wasn't the songs. The songs were great. The reason that this was the worst Super Bowl halftime performance ever was because it offended the hateful portion of Trump's America. It offended the hateful portion of white America and the sellout raccoon portion of black and Latino American and Indian. It offended the self-hating people in it. It offended the people that hate black culture while they continue to rape black culture. Uh, shout out to Vlad TV. Culture Vulture to the fullest. A millionaire off of it. I'm actually not mad at him. I mean, you guys go for it. Good for Vlad. Oh, no. But it didn't offend Vlad. I'm pretty sure Vlad loved it because he does love hip hop. Gotta say that. His dad, he's a vulture. But I think the guy actually loves it. Okay. I'll explain why he's a vulture. Maybe one day I can get on Vlad TV and tell him why. He seems to be a pretty reasonable guy. You see, when you offend the hate portion of white America, you that's just bad. That's not permissible. And so that's what makes it the worst uh, um, a halftime performance ever. Uh, Moody is white America is evil. No, you cocksuckers. I didn't tell you that white America was evil. I said the hate portion. I said the Trump portion. I said the the sellout portion of black people and the and Latino people, the self-hating portion. You know, I would imagine uh, Candace Owens, they flipped on her really quickly. She's in a she's kind of like an attractive girl to be such a, a bed wench. Uh, but her face seems to be, be getting smaller and her head seems to be getting bigger. I don't know what that's about, but whatever. Whatever. If I was single, I I probably wouldn't hit it, but I'm just saying. Huh. Man, you can't go around offending Trump's America. And that's what the NFL did. Now, some people say this was a smokescreen, that they would blind us with hip hop. I want to tell you how fucked up society is really quickly. Young Sean, this is already going on 20 minutes. So, of course, I wasn't going to be 20 minutes. I'm going to try to be 30, okay? Tell you how fucked up society is. I'm tell you how fucking unintelligent we've all become. You take your degrees and you can take your world experience and you can take all that shit and you can get the fuck out of my face and you can shut the fuck up because even the most educated of us, we've become so programmed that we allow people to tell us how we should feel, what we should be mad about. And and so white America doesn't want to see this culture that represented Colin Kaepernick kneeling. I'm going to get into some actions that took place during the halftime show. And we'll talk about that. And so when you offend white America, it's the worst Super Bowl ever. I think I I read somewhere that Candace Owens tweeted that she loved the show. 
and her masses flipped on her. I don't know if she recanted that, but I know that I know her zaddies and her her white mamas flipped on her. listeners at like if you if you've known me for a while you know really that i kind of love everybody i just hate people i hate hateful people i come off as hateful because i tell the truth where all my people at that always try to accuse me of being sexist or racist when i make a statement like i just made i mean i clearly said the hateful portion of white america the trump por- the trump portion of white america is the hateful portion of white america I clearly said the self-hating black folks and the raccoons and I, I said that, but guys always and, and gals always tend to only hear what they want to hear. It's the sickness of our society. It's the sickness of the world. You only hear what you want to hear. You don't pay attention to the Jews till it's too late. You know, the book in Sodom and Gomorrah. Y'all remember the story of Sodom and Gomorrah? Motherfuckers told these niggas, you know, stop partying and shit. The most high about to fuck shit up. He's going to fuck shit up with fire and he's going to be melting your idols and, and, and stuff like that, you know. And you guys, you got to stop the sodomy and the partying and the, you know, and the, and the fucking. You got to stop doing all that. You guys got to get the fuck out of here and get right. And because because if you don't, you're going to burn or you if you, if you you know, you got to walk away. And if you turn around, you turn. I think it what, what was it y'all in the concrete or stone or a pillar of salt? <laughs> don't get mad at me. Listen to what I'm saying. That That's what America is. America is like just Sodom and Gomorrah. Just do what the fuck you want. And then when the consequences come, when you've been warned about the consequences, and and, 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 and and then you can rebel and you can get mad, but you'll suffer the consequence and you'll blame it on somebody else. That's what America does. But for my white listeners that are that have nothing to do with the hate portion of America, to my to, to my Tim Hobbs and my Laura Hobbs and to my Rons and to my Davids, right? And to all my guys, to my uh, Tony Reams and to my Jonathans and to all my all my Carries and to 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 my oh to my baby Karen. Do you know that that she is like my little sister for like fifteen years? And it was her birthday, and I said Happy Birthday, Karen. And do you know Facebook banned me for calling Karen? Karen see you can't you can't offend hateful the hateful portion of white America's sensibilities whether they're racist or logical or not and that's what this Super Bowl did and that's why it was the worst ever man they they opened that show up and um in our usual way, because y'all know we love, it's all right to clown people on social media. I don't mind that, but we found, you know, people would, would nitpick things and some people was like, oh, the show was a yawn. And I was like, really? Okay, that's an opinion. Okay, that's fine. And then, of course, they got, uh, they got at the uh, multimillionaire, uh, multi-talented, multifaceted Curtis Jackson, 50 Cent, because he recreated his his debut video in the club and when he, where he was hanging upside down. Except for 50, he's about 15, 20 years older. And 50, he's a little heavier than he was when he was a young man. Uh, uh, didn't really look like uber fat to me. He kind of looked like anybody would look when they're hanging upside down. I didn't really see the big deal until I kept seeing people talk about it. 
So we bagged on 50. Nobody's bagging on the Republican Party for literally taking away your voting rights. We bagged on the entertainer because they mean more, right? Told y'all that last week. Eminem took a knee. I didn't quite know if it was for Colin Kaepernick or it was for Tupac or whatever the fuck it was, but M kind of does what he wants. He's not a portion of the hateful. He's not a part of the hateful portion of, of white America. Do we have a hate portion of black America? Sure. Hate portion of Latino America? Sure. Hate portion of Asian America? Sure. Can I be honest about something that's going to piss a lot of you guys off? Can I say something real quick? And I don't mean it with any any malice or anything like that. Big up to Joe Biden and the Biden administration, and big up to big up to the 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 the, um, the bogus people in society that are trying to turn this violence against Asians into like a black and Asian thing. When we all know that that's not the majority of people. Uh, uh, showing discrimination and harming Asians are not black people. Yes, they'll get every once in a while you see some random always like a homeless looking crazy person just oddly uh, attacks an Asian and, and big up to big up to uh, society uh, giving uh, uh, them way quicker attention, way bigger funds and, and way bigger everything than they've given the, the people of color that have suffered in America for hundreds of years. Not that I'm mad about that. I'm just noted. I'm just telling you what I see. Big up to that. I don't want to lose any Asian listeners. I shouldn't lose you for telling the truth. You guys make a killing off our culture also. No, I'm just keeping it a hundred. Mm. I thought the show personally, I thought it was one of the best Super Bowls that I've seen. I love the Prince. I, man, Prince still got sentimental value. Like Prince shit was crazy. Didn't Michael do it, y'all? I don't know. This is something about Prince, man. Y'all remember Prince got busy in the rain. Prince ain't know it was going to rain. He's the purple god, but he's not the weather god. It ain't like he planned it. Y'all remember Prince Super Bowl, y'all? That little motherfucker was walking across the stage. Rest in peace to, to the purple god. Uh, he's, he's walking across the stage in them fucking 19-inch pumps in the fucking rain, and he did not slip and bust his ass. He, he just handled that shit. Prince was the Prince was yo 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 Prince was better than Michael. Yeah, Casino, I said it. I said it. I keep saying it. Salute to Mike. Salute to the glove one. Salute to the glove God. You ain't touching babies, Mike. Salute to the glove God. But I mean somebody as an overall artist, Prince was better than Michael. I don't know. That's the one that stand out to me, y'all. That's really the one that stand out as Prince, man. I got this one up there. I got this one up there. I think it was great. Now, now check this out real quick before we get out of here, fam. You, you, you know, it, it was it was the worst Super Bowl ever, but but uh, according to statistics, this year's Super Bowl uh, smashed last year's Super Bowl by like. The, the views were like 29 million. Uh, that's a 19% jump up from last year's Super Bowl. I think that the 
uh, what's that guy's name? He makes good songs. The Weeknd. The Weeknd. I think The Weeknd performed. He's a friendly Negro. Trump's America loves The Weeknd. He's a friendly Negro. I don't know him enough to say he's a sellout Negro or anything, but he's a friendly Negro. He makes good music. Nah, this Super Bowl smashed that. Uh, uh, there's an article that went on to say most notably the audience that tuned in specifically to watch the Super Bowl halftime show was way up over last year. See, the people tuned in for it. Now, a lot of people that tuned in for it were Trump's America. And this is what I keep telling you about Trump's America. They shoot themselves in the foot all the time. I know black people shoot themselves in the foot all the time. But I don't know if we shoot ourselves in the foot more than Trump's America, ultimately. I mean, they are now the patriots that are known for supporting terrorism against America on January 6th. They are terrorists. I don't know if you can shoot yourself in the foot. But, I mean, shout out to all my gangbangers in the hood that are terrorizing the, the communities. You fucking pieces of shit are terrorists, too. But I'm just talking about globally. I don't know if you can sabotage yourself more than Trump's America. They're terrorists. They support domestic terrorism, most notably white domestic terrorism. Anyway, this Super Bowl smash records. It did all that. And 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 uh, uh, the show was so popular. I mean, just numbers were up. In fact, people stayed around to watch the second half that were not tuned in for the first half. The numbers, a great game. Young Sean, I feel like I went out. I feel like I went out. I hope we still record in here. It was a great game once I, once I watched it, the whole thing. Uh, Young Sean, am I here? I hope I'm here. Fam, am I here? All right. Anyway, um, uh, that's it with the Super Bowl. That, that's why it was the worst ever. It was the worst ever because it offended white America. Like, uh, hey, well, you, 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 you know what's funny? Uh, if, if Eminem did take a knee for whatever reason for social justice, because Eminem's a big social justice guy. See, that's where a little bit of the ignorance of, of, of my folks come in. Because Eminem, you know, he's a white guy, but he's really seriously dedicated to social justice, right? And so Eminem takes chances that black artists don't even take. Yeah, he might be using what y'all may call a white privilege well it is white privilege and he's using it but he uses it for the betterment and people still hate him because it's like you can't represent us but you motherfuckers don't be representing yourselves see it's not just that i hate hateful white people because that's the only white people i hate is hateful white people but i don't i don't like ignorant black motherfuckers and i don't like ignorant like anybody i know some of you saying some of my content on my show is ignorant but i mean i'm just i'm, I'm here entertaining we talk about a little sex here and there i got a, a couple of things to say you know you know what i'm saying it, it, it eminem took a knee but it wasn't to the anthem. I thought that you guys were mad about the knee for the anthem. I thought that's what that was, right? Oh, no, it was never about that. Was it Trump America? No, it was just about anybody standing up for equality and justice. Uh, the cat's out the bag now. I feel like the Republic. I feel like we're about to have like a, a we're going to go through. I know you don't care. 
I know you don't care. My short attention span niggas have left the room already. I'm fine with that. Ring the bell if you left the room. You can't ring the bell. I ring the bell for you. You motherfuckers are so motherfucking detached from the real reality of what's going on. You're so fucking detached from what your children and the future generations are going to have to deal with because of our laziness and our fucking ignorance and our inactivity. And we have fallen a victim to what society says rather than doing what our ancestors did, our forefathers did, the ones that laid their lives down before us and putting it all on the line to do what's right. You've turned into motherfuckers that don't give a fuck what happened to anybody but yourself. And your generations are going to suffer. Your child, your baby, your niece, your nephew, they are going to suffer because you want to be entertained more than you want to sacrifice. Now, I ain't got none of that written down. I'm just talking to you. Shit. So that's why it was. The, that's why this was the worst uh, halftime show ever. Now let me do this Kanye thing. Yeah, we're about to do episode sixty-eight. Listen, when you listen to the breaks on episode sixty-eight, family, the Jeff is Moody show for twenty twenty-two is going to be. It's going to run a little bit differently. We, y'all will see what I'm talking about when we premiere. Remember, guys, don't. This is a replay, so none of the ads are really standing right. Those are. It's a replay. It's a replay. It's kind of like if 21 Jump Street came back on, right? Remember you ladies used to go crazy over Malik Yoba, uh, uh, Trout Mouth, uh, uh, Baby Powder Lip Trout Mouth? My wife, used to, my wife used to swoon over Baby Powder Lip Trout Mouth. Well, it's like if you saw an episode of 21 Jump Street and the niggas had on like, you know, some uh, fucking... Um, uh, I don't know what was hot back then. Whatever sneaker was hot, you wouldn't like say, "Man, I just saw those." Where they selling those at? Because it because it's a repeat. I mean, it, it's old stuff. You, you see what I'm saying? Don't listen to the ads. Listen to the content. All right. You want to find this show Spotify? Put in the Jeffers Moody Show or go to Amazon. Put in Podcast FM one word. Get the podcast app. Tap Podcast. Find the Jeffers Moody Show. That's how you find the current stuff, the new stuff on the way in March. Let me talk about Kanye real quick. So Queen Sheila, she sends uh, this thing. And every time I turn around, Kanye's been in the news. Now Kanye's like a Trump supporter. It's kind of like a kind of like a House Negro. Uh, he's a rich guy because uh, we know that um, uh, being a, a a fucking raccoon it, it, it works. It works. You know, slavery was a choice, uh, but you got but don't don't worry about that. Uh, MAGA, 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 white power, Kanye. But it, but it doesn't matter because all I got to do is just say something black and you'll you'll be back on my meat again. Or I just got to make a hot record and you guys will be back on my meat again because it's it's kind of like R. Kelly, right? Uh, he peed on a kid, but let the nigga do another twelve play when he get out of jail and you'll be back on his meat again. <laughs> It's a little uncomfortable. Y'all uncomfortable? Huh? Anyway, uh, Queen Sheila. So Kanye asked his fans not to harm Pete Davidson after sharing texts from Kim. That's Kim Kardashian. First of all, I had to find out who Pete Davidson was. He's a Saturday Night Live actor. And he's banging Kim. All right. 
Uh, I guess Kanye has been harassing them. I'm having a hard time doing this story right now. I guess Kanye has been harassing them openly in the media. And I guess his fans, remember I was telling y'all about meat riders. Remember I was telling y'all about losers that sit up and fight people over sports teams? Well, yeah, Kanye has a legion. Every entertainer has a bunch of losers, except for me, that will almost risk their freedom in life for the entertainer because that's a society. But they're, they're losers. And Kanye had to tell them uh, to not harass Pete Davidson uh, Kanye just to let you know I know you kiss a lot of white ass hateful white ass and I know that your ass kissing uh, has gotten you super rich but don't you get it fucked up there boy you go ahead on to let something happen to Pete Davidson with your black ass that's really all I got to say about the story. I don't know if he's harassing the lady or not because I don't give a fuck. I don't follow nothing with Kanye's name on it. Not the music, not anything. And so, so oh, great musician, sure, but fuck him. Don't listen to none of that bullshit. Fuck him. And by the way, this is a Kardashian. You know, is this all staged? Like, who believes anything that comes out of a Kardashian uh, mouth? We've seen what goes in it. But who believes what comes out of it? No disrespect. No disrespect. No disrespect. If you think I'm being disrespectful, just tell me where I'm saying something that is not accurate. For their publicity whores. I don't know if they're doing this together. Kanye is a clear publicity slut. And so we don't know. But they know that one thing they know that I'll never be good at. They know what the stupid motherfuckers want. They want drama, they want turmoil, and they want all kind of shit like that. And they do it to the tune of billions. Can't tell you that I'm mad at them. Queen Sheila, that's the best I could do. That's the best I could do. Y'all hear that feedback when I hit the desk? That's why you're not supposed to hit the desk when you record. I do a bunch of things I'm not supposed to do when I record. Like drink and all that stuff. <clears throat> I, I, that, that, that's it. Con, uh, uh, yeah, Kanye told his fans not to harass Pete Davidson. Yeah, y'all motherfuckers, take your stupid asses out there and do something to Pete Davidson. We'll find out with some super privileges. By the way, once again, uh, I don't give a fuck how you guys uh, try to paint me because I know who the fuck I am. And everybody around me knows who the fuck I am. I hate assholes equally. I don't. I don't. I don't know who I hate more. Do I hate? Do, do I hate gangbangers or do I hate Trumpers? Well, they're all gangbangers, but no, I get everybody. You know, a lot of times I spend my shows getting myself. Don't you ever tell me what I am? You, 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 you could think what you want. I'll tell you who the fuck I am. I know who I am, and that's about as much as I could take for Kanye, all right? So we out of here. Let's get this replay. Family, I'm coming with the new season in a couple of weeks. Y'all get ready. It's going to be explosive like it always is. We're going we gonna to rock the house. We're going to rock the fucking house. We're going to rock the fuck. We're going to rock the house. We're going to rock the house. Big up to Peaches D. Big up to uh, Corey Black. Big up to all my people, man. Big up to Queen Tanya. Big up Ooh, Kelly Bondi. Big up to all of supporters out there, the real ones. 
Big up for those of you that have been checking in on me and caring about me. See, that's been a big thing that I've been on lately also. People that see me for more than just this shit here. You know who you are? I love you all. Thank you so much. We're going to do episode 68. I, it's a, I don't know. And I'm talking about something. <laughs> so just listen. <laughs> all right. Enjoy the show, fam. New season is surely on the way. Be patient. It'll be worth the patience. I love y'all. I'll see y'all next week, man. Have a good one. Take care of each other. Peace. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to Jeff is Moody Airlines. Uh, we have been cleared for takeoff, so please, board, sit down, relax, tray tables out, seats back. We don't follow rules and regulations here. We'll be taking off shortly. Um, enjoy the flight. Kings, queens, my brothers, my sisters, my people, welcome to the Jeff is Moody Show. With DJ Naturel. Great talk, great music. Adult only, you know? Listen, we will laugh, we might cry, we will think, we will be motivated, we will be inspired, but most of all, we will be entertained. With that being said, Kick back, relax, we got you. You are now traveling with Numero Uno. The number one flight through the talk show skies is the Jeffers Movie Show. Let's go. Enjoy the bounce. Oh, man. Oh, damn it. How y'all doing? Everybody all right? Young Sean, how you doing, nephew? You okay? We got some explaining to do. Yeah. The king dropped the ball last week. I did. Young Sean, I don't know how many people hit me up and said, hey, 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 Jeff, love you to death, man. You know I listen to you loyally. What's up with last week's show? The show was on fire. The show was rolling. The phone chat was a we're, we're, phone check was a little choppy, but we, you know, I heard it. But all of a sudden, the the, the show cut off, and I didn't hear the, the polar opposite of trifling, and I didn't hear no mix from DJ Naturel. Young Sean that had to let people know. It wasn't your fault. It wasn't a fault. Beat Break 87 FM, Beat Break Radio FM.com, Reach One Network Communications, Reach One Communications. It wasn't the fault of Sean Garvey. Nah. It's all my fault. I did it. Family, my slot is from th- uh, 3 to 6 p.m. That's when I rock. That's when I shine. That's when you all come to check out 
your boy. You know what I'm saying? However, last week, youngin, the conversation was so good I lost track of time. And we timed out. It was goddamn 6 p.m. It was time for the next show to come on. And, and uh, we wasn't done with ours, so we got cut. <laughs> ah, it's not going to happen again, fam. Things happen. I'm sorry. You know, when people send me correspondence, young Sean, I rarely respond back personally, unless I kind of know the, the people personally. Had to text a couple people last week. Sorry about that. Had to social work, the media a couple people. Sorry. Yes, family. The polar opposite of trifling did not play last week because we was talk, talk, talking too much. I got the hiccups. Uh, pardon me. So, young Sean, we're going to get it straight uh, 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 today for this week. We're going to get all our segments in. Naturel's going to play some music. And, and, and the show's not going to end before it's fully done. So with that being said, sorry to the fam. It's not likely to happen again. Hell, the first time it happened in 57 goddamn weeks. But that doesn't excuse me dropping the ball. Even the king can drop the ball. Shoot. Sorry. Young Sean, you ready to give the people what they used to? You all right? Everything good. The summer's rough. 2020 really sucks right now, but it's always something to look forward to. You know what I'm saying? There's a silver lining in every cloud. You okay, mom good, dad good? You an upstanding young man, I know. Outstanding young man, I know. Can't wait to get school started because you, you love education. You did an outstanding job last week, youngin. I just happened to drop the ball. You okay? You ready? You ready to cover your ears if you need to? All right. Got your Kool-Aid? All right, youngin. Let's give our people what they used to. Let's get into this show. We got a great one for them today. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I see you. I see you. Sir, ma'am. Sir, ma'am. Don't even stand up. Just sit. I'll bow before you. You two are far too kind. You and that old group over there, the whole group, oh, my gosh. I can't believe you guys. I can't believe you guys treat me so well every week. Thank you so much. You're God level. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. All my people over there and over there and over there at the job, in the office, on the road, in them streets, wherever you may be. Ladies and gentlemen, my kings and queens, welcome to the Jeff is Moody show with DJ Naturell on Beat Break Radio, FM.com, and of course, ReachOneNetwork.com. For all of my iPhone and iPad users, Please download the free Beat Break 87 FM app for your iOS devices in your app store. It's a pretty awesome app. Uh, all you got to do is get the app, and at 3 o'clock, you hit the little microphone, the little radio icon on the bottom, and the Jeffers Moody Show is in your face. My Android users, y'all know we coming. I know. Y'all don't want to hear it till it get here, so I ain't going to say nothing else. Big up to my Android people. Contact me on Instagram at the Jeffers Moody Show, or you can text me your comments and or questions to 678 678- 386-5331. Once again, family, text me your comments and or questions. Text only to 678-386-5331. Hit DJ Naturel up to salute her for her ATL traffic mix if you like at DJ Naturel. That is on all social media. Naturel with an E, N-A-T-U-R-E-L. Family, I will be your pilot for this three-hour flight. 
So kick back, you know, relax if you can, even if you cannot. I guarantee you that we're about to make this the best portion of your day. I am here to get you through the grind. Special shout out to all my drivers out there who listen to the Jeff is Moody show while you're on the road. Honk your horn for me while I ring my bell for you. Can y'all hear my bell? All right. One love to all my family who listen while you work or play and you choose the Jeff is Moody show, whether you're in the gym, in the house, wherever you may be. If you're listening, I thank you. Uh, Family, listen, before I get into today's show, I just want to talk to y'all really quickly about abandoning reality for actual reality, just temporarily. Let me let me break that down for y'all. Abandoning reality for actual reality. I'm telling you. Over the last week, I've done a little course study. It was for myself. But it started off with me and my man, Chief. And we were talking about people's addiction to quote unquote reality TV and how they they start to forget their own lives and things that are going on and all the little things that pro television and music programming and all of these things, even the remote. I'm going to break it down. I'm going to break the remotes down to y'all. So me and Chief were talking about this stuff, and I was like, man, people are going to have to abandon this fake reality for real reality for just a minute, because we got real shit going on in the world. And yo, sometimes I talk to people, they are really detached from what's going on in the world. Now, before I get into this, I want to say, this is just something that I had a conversation with the homie and I started analyzing things, but I had seen this before already. I probably even spoke on it, right? There's nothing wrong with you watching what you want to watch on television. It's not. Me and Mrs. Moody, we don't get into it, but we talk about that all the time. We used to bicker over how much she watches some of this stuff on television, but she's pretty much attached to reality, though. But it is scary to see how some people are detached. You know, they they, they they know more about the Kardashians than they do their local government. That ain't cool. Yo, so, some people can tell you what strangers are doing more than they can tell you what they're doing with this, their selves. They got the two realities distorted. One is scripted. The other one is for real. What we going on right now, what we got going on in this society, that shit real, y'all. Some people are detached from it. So, I I had been watching some of this stuff trying to, you know, and and the other day, on the television in my house is playing a a show called Growing Up Hip Hop. I never even heard of it. Now, you guys know that I am not lying because I'm speaking of detached. I'm detached from like the entertainment world. You know what I'm saying? That's why you don't hear me doing a lot of super celebrity stuff. So anyway, Run DM, Run, Run, y'all know Reverend Run, you know, Run DMC fame. What up, Run? What's up? What's up, man? I can't ring the bell. I'm only ringing it for my drivers on this segment. What up, Run? His son, Jojo Simmons, and some other guy named Little Twist. Y'all ever heard of Little Twist? They had a brotherly yet heated reality TV beef. 
And the only reason I was watching it is because it was on television. My wifey watches that kind of stuff. But she'll turn the TV on and just disappear somewhere. So I'm downstairs in the kitchen. The TV's right there across from me. Well, for you know, across the room. And I'm watching this show. And I'm like, I'm listening more than I'm watching because I was in the kitchen. And then I heard one of the women on the show say, you know, that's the thing about JoJo. He's always been a hothead. You know, it's kind of like they was talking like JoJo was a tough guy or something. I was thinking to myself, Jojo Simmons? What kind of hothead is Jojo Simmons? He a reality TV hothead? Because he ain't no gangster. <laughs> not that you need to be a gangster. I'm not, I'm not propping gangsters. I'm just saying, he ain't no tough guy. I mean, shit, I'd be a hothead, too, if I was flanked by professional security guards who was 6'8 and 250 pounds. I'd be tough as fuck, too. But it's the way they were talking to him. It's the behavior of these young men in their their, their, their postures. And their, it's like they really think that they're tough. They're not really tough. Take away the security guards. You can steal those guys' sneakers. You can give them wedgies. <laughs> you can haze JoJo Simmons. But my point is, you hear other people going, yo, you seen that episode of Raising Hip Hop or whatever the fuck this, that shit is? Yo, JoJo be wilding, man. That's what I'm saying. That's a, and you guys be equating that to your real life. That's not real. Those are not. That's not real. That's on the script. And it wouldn't be bad if you just was doing it for entertainment, but you're not. A lot of you don't know what's going on in your real lives. Like you're into you're into all of these people on television. You're into their lives, but you don't have your own shit together. We're going to have to abandon reality for actual reality just for a minute. Damn. That's all I'm saying. I'm not tripping. So I was talking to Chief about two weeks ago, and we was breaking down the remotes of the new age remote controls because, you know, you can fast forward and rewind and pause while you're watching the program. And don't get me wrong, those features are cool. Those are cool and everything. But I'm going to give you guys a little study to do, okay? I want y'all to notice something. If I'm actually, I don't really watch TV like that. Like I'll, I'll binge on maybe a series on Netflix every once in a while. I watch movies maybe, but I don't really watch television, you know. But I'm gonna give y'all something I want y'all to start paying attention to. I want you to find very impatient people that you, family, friends, or whatever. I want you to notice something. The more impatient the person, I want you to watch their television or their their habits. They can't wait to get to the next thing on the TV. So they fast forward. Pay attention to what I'm saying, y'all. They fast forward through everything. They don't know how to sit through commercials anymore because they don't have the patience for it. 
but and you know the technology is there for them it's not it's not bad it's it's only weird if that person in real life is the same way as they are with the remote are y'all following me me and Mrs. Moody talk about this stuff. Like I told her, she's kind of attached to reality, though. Yo, I started paying attention to certain people. I know I was like, that's so crazy. They don't have patience. Like, you can really learn a lot about people, how they do certain things, right? So we're detached from actual reality with fake reality. We're learning not to be patient. You know what I do on commercials, y'all? First of all, like I told you, I'm not really watching TV like that. But a commercial is just a commercial. It's just a part of the program. I don't need to fast forward through that. And I'm a pretty patient guy. I have impatience with some things that are just ridiculous. But outside of that, I'm pretty patient. I want y'all from this point on, I want y'all to pay attention to people that do that. Like when you're driving. You ever been driving with somebody that waits to the very last minute to go across five lanes of, of interstate traffic to get to the exit? If you ever notice people like that, they do everything in life at the last minute. Have y'all noticed that? See, you didn't, but now you will. You're welcome. I'm only ringing the bell for my truck drivers. I will ring it for myself. But it's the first segment. It's for my truck drivers. That's all I'm saying. Yo, yo, watch, watch what entertains you. Me and the missus, man, we were sitting. I, I learned a lot from her, but I, I already know the shows to watch. They got a show called Four Weddings. I'm going to do a reality TV show one day. I don't mean I'm going to do a show. I'm going to do, do a Jeff is Moody show on reality TV. They got a thing called Four Weddings. You got four strange broads who don't know each other from a can of fucking paint. And they come to each other's weddings and critique the shit. How can marriage and weddings be sacred when strangers are sitting up in your shit, rating your shit to see who can go on a vacation? Whoever gets the highest score has the best wedding gets a free vacation. That's what marriage is? And y'all wonder why this shit is a joke? Y'all wonder why people take this shit so lightly? Y'all sure you're listening to me, man? How y'all doing? Y'all all right? It's just random. I got a lot of random stuff going on today. Anyway, family, think about it. Just It's okay to watch that stuff. It's cool, man. I, you know, I can knock people watching reality TV, but then my stupid ass to sit up and watch a goddamn zombie series. I know who my local assemblyman man is, though. I know who my local politicians are. I know the elections that are coming up. I know what's going on in my neighborhood. I know current events, you know? I know I sound a little holier than thou and I'm on the soapbox. I know, and I know you reality people are crazy. Miss Moody ain't, because me and her talk about this all the time. I want y'all to start paying attention to that. The most impatient people you know can't watch commercials. The people you know that do everything at the last minute, they wait to the last minute to merge. People, people's idiosyncrasies, they shine through of who they really are. And you find it out in weird ways like this. All right, that's all I'm saying. Folks, that shit is not real. Jojo Simmons ain't no gangster. He's a rich celebrity kid with security. <laughs> 
salute to JoJo. I'm not, I'm not disrespecting him. He may be on the phone check one day. Ain't no gangster. And I'm not promoting gangsterism. I'm just making a comment there. All right. Here's what we have for you on today's uh, The Jeff Is Moody Show. I'm uh, uh, imagining all of my reality TV addicts have turned the show off. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm sorry about that. Start giving y'all the titles of my shows. Today's show is titled Trapped in Unrealistic Realistic Reality. I uh, just broke that down for y'all. It's episode 68 today. You know, well, last week, um, uh, uh, you know, we made our errors and we got everything on point this week. And this week I'm going to be doing, I got gym news for y'all. I want to ask American law enforcement, what are y'all going to do? What are y'all doing? We got dumb shit news smack fire for, y- uh, for y'all. From beating off in front of your co-workers to a meat cleaver body massage. Anybody want a meat cleaver body massage? I got some purely dumb news for you today as usual. We got a gym moment for y'all. Gym moments are every couple of shows. I break down what my show means to me or I answer a question from somebody pertaining to the show. Got gym moment for y'all today. Those are really quick. I got a segment for you today called Random Things I Didn't Know. And this is truly the most arbitrary list of things I, I didn't know ever, fam. It's just random. No pattern to it. It's just random things I didn't know. And I'm betting a lot of you didn't know either. Got that for y'all today. Got date who you want for you today. Date who you want. Some chick named B. Simone says she can't date nine to fivers. And uh, everybody is mad at her except me. Uh, Because I'm going to tell y'all today why people can date whoever they want to date. I got a segment for you today, fam, called Horrible Ways to Break Up. Speaking of dating, I'm going to share one or two stories of breakups going wrong. You know, damn, when it's over, it should be over. But apparently some people can't let that go. We got fan feedback and the FB post of the week for you today. We got the world's most trifling people award today. We got the polar opposite of trifling today. And of course, as you all know by now, I do not get into the meat of a show until I give you all that. What? That's right, fam. Moody motivation is on deck because we all need to know that we have the ability to be great. And today I'm going to talk to you about the best part of you, because that's the part that we should all strive to bring out even when we don't want to. Then from 5 o'clock or so till 6 p.m., we have the ATL Traffic Mix with DJ Naturel. All that and more for you today, fam. It's a packed show as usual, so get ready for this three-hour flight because verbal raw dog season is in full effect. Moody Motivation is up next, y'all. It's the Jeff Is Moody Show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com and, of course, ReachOneNetwork.com. We shall return. Gotta escape reality for actual reality only for a little while y'all y'all can get back to the bullshit we'll be back you're listening to jeff is moody on beat break 87 there's a lot going on in the world and your world is always changing that's why it's important to stay connected the latest news the latest entertainment the newest music if it's in the air or on the air it can be in the palm of your hand wherever you are with the iHeartRadio app iHeartRadio over 1500 live radio stations from across the country and over 15 million songs to create your own custom station listen at iHeartRadio.com and on the iHeartRadio app under Beat Break 87 FM 
tune your radio. Tune in now. You can tune into this radio station on any smartphone or tablet. iPhone. Android. Blackberry. Nokia. Samsung. Windows phones. Or whatever you have. Download the free TuneIn app from your phone or tablet's app store. Tune in with music, sports, news, and comedy. From over 70,000 radio stations around the world. Check it out at TuneIn.com. Or your app store. Welcome back to the Jeff is Moody show family on beat break radio FM.com. And of course, reach one network.com. And it's time for a little bit of Moody motivation. I want to hit you with this one quick. I wanted to talk to you today about the best part of you. Bringing out the best part of you, even when you don't feel like it. You know, the worst part of us is easy to bring out. We need to practice and work on the best parts. So, I'm headed to Kroger, and I pull into the lot. As I'm pulling into the lot, see a very elderly man seemingly to me on his knees changing a flat I'm like okay you know gotta pull over gotta help him change the flat I mean that's not even a question right that's the best part of me so I park my car I don't even park on that side I usually park the furthest distance away but I park immediately and hop out the car I'm like sir you need some help he said, no, I got it. I'm done now, man. And we talking. It wasn't even his car. It was a young lady's car who she had went in Kroger's while he told her he would change her car, I guess. He, he would change the flat. And as he and I were talking, she came out. 76 years old. And she couldn't have been any, you know, older than 30, I would say. Maybe 35, maybe. She had two little adorable babies with her. And, you know, when I had walked up to him as he was finishing, he's lowering the car. And I kind of, he kind of, she didn't want any help up. He kind of struggled his own way up. You can see him squinching. See that pain in his face, having to bend down and do the things. And I thought about it. I was like, man, you know, most people arrive right by that if they if they if not in the physical condition to really get it done. Um, be honest. Have you guys ever drove by something you knew you should have helped, but you you were in a rush or you had on your, your Sunday's best or something and you was like, God bless him. I hope everything is all right, but I got to get where I'm going. I challenge you to bring out the best part of you and and do what you know needs to be done at the time. We stood out there responsibly social distance for about, say, eight, ten minutes. All three of us talking. You know what she did? She went into the store. And I don't know what their conversation was previous to me. But she has some Paps Blue Ribbon beer. You guys ever, you got anybody that drinks know about Paps? 
something tells me she bought that for him, but I had walked away before then. But one thing that she did do, she bought him some flowers. Because she handed them to him. She said, he said, oh my gosh, I'm going to give these back to you, young lady. You go home and put them in water and grow life and whatever. See, that was the best part of her. A way to say thank you. And it was pretty warm out. And I'm pretty sure he told her, hey, go in the thing. I got this. You know, in this day and age, when you think about it, uh, who leaves a stranger with their car, right? Even an elderly person. Who buys somebody flowers for helping them out? I bet that Paps was his. I bet she bought that for him. I, I left before then. We have choices. We're in a difficult world right now. And if you make it your mission to bring out the best in you, you will find that you can improve humanity. You can improve your soul. You can improve your spirit. You can improve the quality of someone else's life. You may actually be able to influence others to bring out the best in them. The worst of us really easy to bring out it's as soon as the light turn green the worst of us are behind the car we're like we cut our eyes at people that wish us good morning we will buy all the toilet tissue and alcohol and whatever in, 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 a, in a panic buy in a crisis and not think of anyone else except ourselves we're willing to fight and argue over the slightest of things we go to war over race we will backstab family and friends over money We're mean-spirited. We're inconsiderate. We're vindictive. We're selfish. Those qualities are easy. Because it doesn't take a lot of work just to be a bad person. Sometimes in this world where you got to swallow your pride and you got to do the, the, the right thing and you got to be a 70 plus year old man who sees a young lady in distress and you are willing to get down on your knees and change a flat. I'm going to tell y'all changing the flat is not the hardest thing to do in the world. But if you got me issues, it show can become it. I know. I helped a woman change a flat last year sometime, man. I thought I was getting ready to cry. My knees was cramping up so bad. But the best part of me was there. So practice the best part of you. What is the best part of you? Is it a simple smile? Is it just saying thank you when someone does something that is considerate? Is it letting the person with less items than you skip in front of you so they can just do their thing? Is it just saying good morning? Is it donating? Is it feeding someone that can't feed themselves? Is it calling someone up and saying, how are you? Just thinking about you. 
the only way we're going to make it in these days and times is to bring out a little bit of the best of what we are. And I know sometimes you don't want to do it because Lord knows sometimes I don't. And sometimes I even fall short. But for the most part, I try to be the best I can be and you should too. myself the other week I said why are you always rolling up on situations you don't make them up you talk about what you really see how do you see so much though Jeff and the answer came to me that is the most high way of rehearsing me to always be the best I can be and relay those messages to you. Man, Miss Moody or shoot. Some of my closest friends and family will tell you, Jeff sees he's always somewhere when something is. He is. I've been with him when it is. He turns it into information for the people and that's one of the best parts of me is to try to always uh, motivate and encourage and inspire you to be the best you so before you honk that horn in haste before you cut that line before you suck your teeth or blink an eye evilly at someone that simply said good morning or good afternoon think about the alternative Think about being an asset to community and an asset to this society rather than something that just continues to drain and suck away from it. Inside of you is the best you. Let's bring it from inside to outside. I implore you make it your mission to show the world the best part of you moody motivation y'all we'll be right back with jim news on the jeff is moody show on beatbreakradiofm.com you're listening to jeff is moody on beat break 87 previously on the beat break show we have the one and only rob wilson in the studio rob Yo, what's up, man? What's good? Hey, man, happy to be here, bro. You have people that come from humble beginnings. They weren't taught how to manage their money or how to build wealth. What do you say about those that didn't come from that type of environment or that background where they were not able to have access to that kind of information? Just start that process. And once you start that process, there becomes a conversion. The more you save, the less you spend. But you have to start the process because it's hard. My, I got a baby sister, man. She tell me all the time, bro, I'm going to start saving money when I make some more. <laughs> I keep saying, oh, okay. All right. It's the Beat Break Radio Show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Follow Beat Break 87FM on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Beat Break Radio. Radio. Welcome back to the Jeff is Moody show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. My name is Jeff is Moody. I hope you are thus far enjoying the flight. It is time for some gym news. 
I really want to ask American law enforcement, what are you doing, baby? What is you doing, baby? But before I get into that, a new report comes out that a security guard says George Floyd and Derek Chauvin, the the murderous ex-cop, bumped heads at work. See, both of these guys were like security guys at a, a little night spot. A security guard who worked with both George Floyd and Derek Chauvin at El Nuevo Rodeo on Lake Street in South Minneapolis revealed that the two had a history of bumping heads. David Penny told CBS News that it has a lot to do with Derek being extremely aggressive within the club with some of the patrons which was an issue. Penny then added that Chauvin knew Floyd pretty well, and he's fairly certain that their encounter on May 25th, where Chauvin kneeled on Floyd's neck for over nine minutes until he was unresponsive, was personal. Now, folks, I want you to all think about this. So this is somebody that he knew that he did this to. Okay? Hold that in your memory bank for a second. Now, family, if this is found to be true, which is pretty much confirmed, and the reality becomes that Chauvin definitely knew Floyd and therefore acted in malice, then let me ask y'all, can somebody explain to me why this crooked, murdering ex-cop shouldn't face full murder charges and even perhaps the death penalty? He knew him. He had an issue with him. He did that shit on purpose. United States law enforcement, what are y'all doing? Because the jig is up. All across the nation, you are still brutalizing unarmed citizens as if George Floyd never happened. As a matter of fact, on Friday night in Atlanta, Body camera footage has revealed Atlanta police officers only found a wallet on Rayshard Brooks in a search carried out shortly before he was killed. As the Atlanta Police Department has announced that the officer who shot him has been fired. Let me tell you something. Let me tell y'all something. If George Floyd, if this thing wasn't global, that cop wouldn't be fired right now. Oh, I got a question to ask and I got some statements to make. Brooks was a 27-year-old African-American man and he was fatally shot by a police officer in the parking lot of a Wendy's drive through restaurant during a struggle on Friday evening, authorities said. The shooting prompted protesters on Saturday night to set fire to the Wendy's restaurant where Brooks was killed and blocked traffic on a nearby highway. Police fired tear gas in a bid to disperse the crowd outside the restaurant, according to the AJC. That's the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Early on Sunday, Sergeant John Chaffee, 
A spokesman for the Atlanta Police Department said the officer who shot Brooks has been terminated while another has been placed on administrative duty. The terminated officer was identified as Garrett Rolfe, who was hired in October 2013. And Devin Bronznan, who was hired in September of 2018, he was placed on administrative duty. The move came after Atlanta Police Chief Erica Shields resigned on Saturday after Brooks' death fueled now protests in the city after those prompted by the death of another black man, George Floyd, in Minneapolis police custody, had died down. Protests against uh, police brutality and racism sparked by Floyd's death as well as other recent killings of black people, including Ahmaud Arbery in Georgia in March, have rocked cities across the U.S. for almost three weeks now. Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms announced Shields' resignation during a news conference on Saturday afternoon, less than 24 hours after Brooks was killed. Bottoms said security footage appeared to show Brooks had fired a taser toward the officer who shot him, but said she didn't consider that justification for use of deadly force. Now, we could debate that later. I know people are feeling two sides of this coin. Because I have some certain thoughts on aiming a taser at a cop during a dispute. And, and, and maybe on next week's show, we'll discuss that. Because the bottom line is with everything that's going on in this society... We aren't here if not for the hundreds of years of rampant police misconduct against people of color. This is not new. Very few pro-law enforcement people are going to say that. So this standoff mentality between citizens and police originated from the police, not the citizens, especially black citizens. Which came first, the chicken or the egg? Which came first, the, the, the violent criminal or police misconduct? I'm here to tell you, the police were violent to people of color before people of color were violent to police in America. And now, police and police unions all across America are playing the victim role. Rather than flush these bad cops out who many of you know are corrupt and racist the majority of you law enforcement continue the tradition of that blue wall of silence y'all know what the blue wall of silence means right the blue wall of silence which is also known as the uh, blue cold and is also known as blue shield those are terms used in the United States to denote the informal rule amongst police officers not to report on a colleague's errors, misconducts, or crime, including police brutality. Now, some officers are speaking out, but but there's been a history of, uh, you know, you know, fam, accidents mm, happening to certain officers who speak out against police misconduct or firings or relocations. You see, police in America in large, the truth is that you all have been operating as a gang. You always have. As a mafia. You always have. 
a rogue organization that has been heavily racist since the forming of organized law enforcement services in America. The first city police services were established in Philadelphia in in, uh, 1751. Richmond, Virginia in 1807, Boston in 1838, and New York City in 1845. You've been corrupt since you started. Debate me if you like. I got receipts. Historical and personal. Hmm. Damn it, man. There's some good cops out there, y'all. And they don't mind speaking out and doing what they can do. And they don't mind the repercussion. There's some of them. Don't get me wrong. But who would think that even speaking out against bad cops would even have a dangerous repercussion, right? Man, y'all been been a gang. With the few exceptions of of, of law-abiding men and women who serve, who actually suit up to serve and protect communities, you know, with a pure heart and great intentions. Those police officers are beloved, even right now. But overall, American law enforcement, what are you going to do? Because the jig is up. Even as the globe reacts and, and, and demands justice for George Floyd and all the unarmed victims of police brutality, even as the world is screaming that enough is enough, we have a law enforcement system that has reached a breaking point and is now following the energy and the silence of what I like to call an antichrist president of the United States. Number 45. And they are continuing their abuse with their authority, whether they are on camera or not. In other words, they don't give a fuck. Speaking of the 45th president of the United States, he is the one that a week and a half ago used law enforcement, secret service and military to pepper spray and brutalize peaceful American protesters so he can go stand in front of a church and take a photo op with a Bible that I'm sure he's never read. It was more important to him to harm American citizens, y'all. And take a bogus picture than it was to help quell this violence. But what do we expect? He is also partly responsible for up over 100,000 dead Americans who have passed away from a virus that he called a hoax. What do we expect? American law enforcement... Let me tell you something. Since the murder of George Floyd on May 25th in Minneapolis, many of you have said, fuck it. And you've spoken out against this madness. I can only imagine what you're going through for doing that. But you need to know that we support you and we honor you. No. All people don't hate cops. That's nonsense. And y'all fucking know it. But here's what some of you have been doing since that fateful murderous day. And it certainly hasn't been keeping the peace. 
police union head calls out media for treating cops like animals and thugs. Michael O'Mara, the head of the New York State's Police Benevolent Association, called out the media on Tuesday for what he describes as unfair treatment from the media. O'Mara says the media has propagated an anti-police among the populace and demands respect. Well, they meant to say anti-police atmosphere among the populace and he demands respect for law enforcement officers we all read in the paper all week that in a black community mothers are worried that their children getting home from school without being killed by a cop they're worried about that he said what world are we living in this doesn't happen it does not happen everybody's trying to shame us legislators the press everybody's trying to shame us into being embarrassed of our profession He said some other bullshit, but think about the statement he just made. O'Mara, you've been apparently attending the Trump University School of Boldface Lying. And I would run down a list of all the unarmed blacks harassed, assaulted, and killed by NYPD. But for what? You already know what the truth is. United States. Law enforcement. What are you doing? Well, an entire Florida city SWAT team resigns after chief kneels with protesters. See, they didn't want the chief to kneel with protesters over a murder from an officer. Not that the chief was kneeling for good, you know, against good cops. He was kneeling with the with the citizens that he took an oath to protect. So the SWAT team resigned over that. The entire special weapons and tactics team of the Hollandale Beach Beach Police Department resigned on Friday in response to Police Chief Sonia uh, Quiones kneeling alongside protesters demonstrating against anti-black police brutality. On Friday, City Manager Greg Shaveria received a a memorandum dated June 9th from members of the SWAT team. In the memo, the officers submitted their resignation. One of the officers was newly elected president of the International Union of Police Associations. And he said the SWAT team was minimally equipped, undertrained, and oftentimes restrained by the politicization of our tactics. It accused city leaders of not providing an adequate budget to address these needs. Are you fucking kidding me? The memo also claimed that the city's vice mayor, Sabrina uh, Javelana, I hope I said that right, made ignorant and inaccurate statements attacking the lawful actions of the police and SWAT teams in speeches and on social media, including having the gall to compare us to the Minneapolis Police Department. What is y'all doing? Y'all, re- y'all resigning? This stand for social justice got y'all so irritated that you're you're resigning. Would the people really have a problem with all? I know I, man. Have no fear. They resign, but first of all, they'll they'll get new SWAT guys. Shaveria said that while the officers have quit the SWAT team, they have not resigned from the police department. 
He also said that the city will continue to have special weapons and tactics coverage through regional mutual aid, despite their mass resignation. Ring the bell for you for not getting bullied. Lastly, he said the SWAT team incorrectly interpreted the significance of Kionez kneeling alongside protesters. They specifically mentioned their displeasure with the chief joining members of our community in taking a knee against racism, hatred, and intolerance earlier this week. They have incorrectly stated the gesture was in support of an elected official. This is simply not true. So, so law enforcement, y'all are the victims now? Because it's a tad hard for y'all to remove bad cops and right your wrongs. You're the victim for this. Let me ask you guys, which, which do you really think came first? Police harassment or disdain for police? Because me personally, I never had hate for a cop in my life until I was unlawfully harassed, detained, and assaulted by one for no reason. And it's happened more than once. You think black people started the trend of rebelling against and resenting law enforcement? White men kill more cops annually than any other race. The fuck are y'all talking about? Disrespect for the law can actually be attached to the origins of NASCAR. Where it was somewhat of a sport to disregard the law and run moonshine while fleeing the cops and sometimes even shooting at the cops. We ain't start this. Y'all did. But look at what y'all doing. This ain't new to y'all. This is what you do. In Columbus, Georgia, a 300-pound police officer sat on Hector Ariola's back while another held the knee to his neck and kept him face down outside his neighbor's house for six minutes until he stopped moving and later died. In Phoenix, four police officers placed the weight of their bodies on Muhammad Abdul Muhayim's head, neck, and limbs as he lay face down and handcuffed before going into cardiac arrest and dying. Three officers in Aurora, Colorado, tackled Elijah McClain as he walked home with groceries, using a stranglehold around his neck and handcuffing him as he pleaded and vomited. He was removed from life support days later. In all three cases, the unarmed men uttered the same phrase as this article states, as police wrestled them into custody, I can't breathe. Those warnings were annoyed. American law enforcement, what are you doing? The USA Today examined 32 fatal police encounters since 2010 in which victims stated they couldn't breathe while being restrained. At least 134 people have died in police custody from asphyxia slash restraint in the past decade alone. Is this what you're doing, law enforcement? Is this where we at? Well, it's been a long time coming because for every decade of my life, I can recall being accosted by law enforcement and never quite knowing why until I realized it was the color of my skin. Yeah, that's Jim News. Just remember something. Don't nobody hate no good cops. Well, most people don't. You ain't no damn victim. 
you're a gang. And you would not be allowed to turn the victims into the aggressors. American police started the violence and abuse of authority. Not the people they were violating. Remember that shit. The fuck is y'all doing? Except taking us on a crash course. Maybe that's what you want. We'll be right back with Dumb Shit News. Smack fire all today on the Jeff is Moody Show on Beat Break Radio FM.com. You're listening to Jeff is Moody on Beat Break 87. What's up, everybody? Ryan Vernell, host of The Ryan Show FM here with a quick PSA. The entire world is coming together for the first time in a long time to stop the spread of COVID-19, a.k.a. the coronavirus. And you can do your part, too. And it starts with these three steps. One, social distancing. Stay away from people at least six feet, especially if you don't know whether or not they're ill. Step two, sanitize your hands. Use soap, hot water, and wash for at least 20 seconds. And step three, wash your ass, goddammit. Look, in all seriousness, thank you to the healthcare workers that are on the front lines fighting this virus. Let's make it easier for all of them out there that are making incredible sacrifices to ensure our health and economic stability. Thanks for listening to this quick PSA. Now let's get back to the reason why you're listening to this radio station in the first place. Good music, great conversation, and a place to escape from all this BS going on outside. Be safe, everybody, and keep on a listening. Welcome back. Welcome back. Nah, no, 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 no. We're not anti-cop. If you listen to that last segment and you say that I'm anti-cop, then fuck you. You full of shit. I'm anti-bad cop. I'm anti-bad people. If you haven't noticed by now. Nobody hate cops. You hate bad cops. We supposed to hate bad cops. And so are the good cops. Y'all ready for some dumb shit news? A.K.A. Smack the Fire all today. Speaking of cops, <laughs> donut shop owner says employees got threatened after ending cop discount. Now, see, this is not a funny story, but it is some dumb shit. And I'm trying my best not to make light of this with cops and donuts. Try not to play into the stereotype, man. I know a lot of cops that drink smoothies and stuff, uh, young Sean, while they on duty. They don't eat donuts. Allie's Donuts in North Kingstown, Rhode Island, has been the subject of threats from law enforcement. This is from the cops. After ending their shop's discount for cops amid the nationwide condemnation of violent policing. Due to concerns of his employees, of his employees, excuse me, shop owner Matt Drescher said in an Instagram video that he's the only person working right now. He said that once his business made it clear that they stood in solidarity with those against racist and violent policing, several employees began receiving threats. Folks, 
They're receiving threats for the from the people that are supposed to uphold the law. Due to all of the unfortunate threats that we've gotten and just the climate that it is, a lot of employees don't feel safe working here right now, said Dresha. I respect their choice and they're safe at home. Nothing has happened to their job, adding, I'm here right now, have the mixes on the table, and I'm going to make as many donuts as I can. An earlier post from Ali's Donuts account said, with regard to repressive policing, we're fed up, adding, until local police take action to solve problems uh, with racism and injustice, Ali's Donuts will choose to stand with the people of our great state. Now, what is wrong with that? Once again, if you're a good cop, you should be like, well, that's about right. Is everybody missing this? They're being threatened by the police. Over donuts. <laughs> Smack the fire all today. Yo, what the fuck is going on? The people that are supposed to uphold the law are threatening people over donuts. Trump world. Trump world. Smack the fire all today. Moving right along, man logs off Zoom meeting for a long time, but accidentally left his camera on. <laughs> if you guys haven't heard about this one, with people doing more and more digital meetings, we're getting a better look into people's day-to-day lives. I guess it was only a matter of time before something like this happened, according to this article. One such meeting took place in the video below. Daniel is hosting the group and suddenly gets up to go get something in the other room. I think he thinks his webcam is off and muted, but everyone can clearly see what is about to happen. You have to watch it a couple of times so you can see everyone's reaction separately. I think Bennett in lower left corner knew immediately what was about to happen as soon as Daniel returns with the lotion. (laughs) Chris is too busy playing with his cat to notice it first. Sophia looks like she's a second away from figuring it out. And then comes Mika in the middle. She knows something isn't right. Michael at the top right wasn't paying attention. But as soon as he looked up, he knows what's going down. Followed by Zelina, Chanel, and Sean. So let me tell you what happened. If y'all haven't seen this video, look it up. Man, hey, y'all look up man logs off Zoom meeting for a long time. You'll find it. He felt that sudden urge that a lot of men and women get to just beat off. <laughs> and uh, he thought that he logged out, thought he was out of here. So he went and got his jergens. He came and sat back in front of his computer, uh, presumably to pull up some porn. And he was getting ready to beat his meat. I saw it. I seen him beating his meat, but he was getting ready to beat his meat. And he had people on there. They were like, yo, dude, dude, no. But he couldn't hear him, y'all, because he thought he had turned his, he must have turned his volume off or something, right? 
Everybody logged off. They were trying to text Daniel and everything, and Daniel couldn't. He didn't pick up his phone because he was in beat mode. Now I don't I don't beat off in front of computers. <laughs> Smack the fire out of here. Hey yo, I got a question to ask y'all. Should Daniel keep his job? Cause I gotta tell y'all, I might have to let him go because it's not because he's beating off. Everybody beats off. Most people beat off. Yo, I didn't even know people still use jurgens to beat off. Y'all know how many awesome lubes are out there? Y'all need to go to Starship. I didn't know people still like like beat off with Jergens lotion. Smack the fire all day. <laughs> Yo, the sister was out. There's one sister on that video. She was out, son. Once she realized it, she was like, oh, hell nah. She was gone. That was one of the funniest shits I saw. My man was, it, I, I almost thought maybe it was, it was not real. But I think it was, though. Daniel, Daniel, Daniel. Smack the fire out the heat. I don't know if I'm smacking the fire out of you because you was about to have a spank session right after your meeting or if you're still using Jergens. <laughs> Yo, y'all still use Jergens to beat off? Y'all haven't done that since I was like 14 years old. Moving right along. Uh, who wants a meat cleaver massage? You know, you know, the, you know the meat cleavers that they chop whole animals with? Well, they got a massage for that. Uh, An ancient and visually terrifying form of massage using meat cleavers is seeing a resurgence in Taiwan and could be coming to America, folks. In the practice known as Dao Yeo, I hope I'm saying that correctly, which translates literally to knife massage. Practitioners pound stress points in your body using the sharpened edge of a kitchen instrument usually used for hacking up dinner meats while soothing your energy and reading your fortune. Practiced for over 2,000 years, the epicenter of the art is the Dao Liao King Education Center in Taipei, Taipei. We, I, I'm saying the most wrong shit. Where locals and foreigners can experience the ultimate relaxation or learn the ancient techniques. So guests are wrapped in towels and robes before the practitioners start pounding their bodies, targeting pressure points. Videos of people being chopped, as they call it, have surfaced on YouTube, and the effect is like a relaxing chainsaw massacre without the blood. No, they're hitting you with meat cleavers. And while Dalio Dalio, Dalio looks scary, devotees swear by it and practitioners who maintain vegan diets and aren't allowed to massage if they're in a bad mood claim the knives have healing powers. Yo, if you got to get cleared for a good mood before you hit me with a knife, I'm not doing that. I don't give a fuck how relaxation it is, how relaxing it is to keep their key, their energy pure. The therapist also rise every morning at 5 a.m. to do 100 squats and headstands and bash knives for 30 minutes against a pillow to get their key going, according to the BBC. The knives are always recharged by placing them near meteorites before being used on a client. 
Before being massaged, clients must hold Cosmo sticks to balance their energy before having their karma washed via the knives. Afterwards, the practitioners will also read your fortune. After they hack you up with the knife, they'll read your fortune. According to the BBC, no client in the center's history has ever been harmed during a massage. Ring the bell for that. I'm not going to smack the fire all today. I'm not. The first one of you mofos that goes and gets a, a, a hatchet massage, a meat cleaver massage, let me know how it turns out. The reason I'm not smacking the fire all today, because nobody has ever been hurt doing it. But they said you got to get cleared for a good mood before you massage somebody with a cleaver. See, that's enough for the brothers. That's enough for us. Like, nah, I'm good, son. I'm good. I'll stick with the hands, the old fashioned hand massage, you know, from a female. I'm good, man. I'm not going to smack the fire all today for that, though. No smacking the fire all today. I'm with that. I'm with it. Yo, if anybody gets that done, let me know. My man Daniel with the beat off on Zoom. Smack the fire all to you. Yo, the, the people the people that's here to uphold the law making threats over donuts, smack the fire out. Y'all are making every case in the world. Too bad you got so many Trump supporters and idiots that don't understand defunding the police department as opposed to disbanding it it's too bad so many people do false narrative and in there and then a lot of just dumbasses. police across america once again what are y'all doing and for y'all good ones why y'all not saying anything the cops are threatening people over donuts smack the fire all today That was dumb shit news, y'all. I, if I was in law enforcement right now, I'd be embarrassed. Seriously. I would. But y'all are not. That was dumb shit news. Hey, listen, we'll be right back with the gym mo- uh, moment. Um, You know, gym moment. I, I get a question. I just feel like randomly explaining what my presence here on, is on Beat Break. What, what is my purpose? You know, we coming back with that. It's a quick one. It's the Jeff is Moody Show, y'all. We'll be right back. Beat Break Radio, FM.com, ReachOneNetwork.com. This is the Jeff is Moody Show with DJ Natural. I am Jeff is Moody. We shall return. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. Previously on the Beat Break Morning Show. Comedian Doodle Brown, ladies and gentlemen. It's already in the building. I do it all. Def Comedy Jam, P. Diddy's Bad Boys of Comedy. What else can you do? What else can I do? Aren't you... Aren't I what? Just spit it out. A minister? I'm an ordained minister, yes. Awesome, I awesome. I did not know that. Awesome. <laughs> wow, because I was looking at... I went online and I looked at one of the videos, and it was uh, a woman who was kind of half naked, and she was up on you mm-hmm. and stuff. And so with Lily pointing out that you are a minister, right. I'm, I'm like, okay, uh, how current was that video? How recent uh, <laughs> was that video? That's, that's my most recent video. <laughs> 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 Won't it do it? The best part of waking up isn't Folgers. It's the Beat Break Morning Show. Start your morning off right with Sean Garvey and the crew on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Follow Beat Break 87 FM on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Beat Break Radio. Time for another gym moment. You know, fam, uh, when you see that J.I.M., 
when you see Jim, that's the acronym for it, Jeff is Moody, of course. So anytime you see Jim News, um, the Jim Show, whatever, whatever, it's Jeff is Moody. Okay. Um, I have these moments where I like to just refresh people on what I'm about, you know, where I'm from, why I'm here. You know, sometimes it's just a random um, um, thought that I have to just give people some information they might have forgot about. You know, it's been over a year now. And sometimes I actually get a question about me and about the show. So um, just to remind you all, listen, I'm a guy that has been podcasting since the end of 2007. Um, I started with Cousin Ed and I started with DJ Naturell. And we had a podcast called, um, well, it started off being called Mr. Movie's Neighborhood. We just did one show every Friday. And then we formed Next Door Neighbor Radio, and we did five shows a week, five completely different shows a week. Uh, One of the hardest working crews in the game, over 1,500 episodes. And so I had to have a surgery, and I took a break from that. And and then uh, I had a conversation with Sean Garvey who I had known previously. And uh, he was like, man, I would love you to come bring your brand to my station. I was like, well, Sean, you know you know how I get down. He was like, I know. That's what I want. And uh, about 67 episodes ago, I think today's the 68th episode, we made it happen, and it's been a smash. And it's it's unusual. You know, you know my show is... Um, it's unpredictable. You you really don't know what I'm going to say because a lot of times I don't know what I'm going to say. So I, I I do have a light script here. I, you know I have to have my segments ready and I have to know what I'm getting ready to talk about. If it's a news article, of course I have that information in front of me. But a lot of my segments that you hear, like moody motivation and um, there's a lot of segments I do, y'all, where I'm just straight winging it. I'm just going with what the heart and the mind say, you know. That's how I think that all recording should be. I think everything should be like that. You know, whether you're in the studio making a a, a song, whether you're a poet, whether you're writing a book, whether you're dead. I think that a lot of times we should be more organic than planned. So the Jeff is Moody show is a really heavily organic show. Um, I'm not afraid to admit my flaws. I have many. I drink while I'm working. I don't always drink while I'm working, but I do most of the time. When I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. I have a very strong opinion. And I'm naturally bipolar. So I'm all over the place sometimes, and I'm up and I'm down. And I've realized that that's what my show is. Uh, I don't do a lot of heavy celebrity stuff. I have celebrity access. You know, a lot of podcasters and broadcasters, they bust their ass to talk to celebrities. I know celebrities and don't want to talk to them. Go figure. I'm like the people's champ. You know, I do this for the people. I do it for us. For the everyday person. So I'm happy, I'm sad, I'm mad, I'm funny, I'm serious. Completely bipolar. Bipolar. It's, a, it's an emotional roller coaster. And oh, by the way, I don't edit. <laughs> so when I say bicolor, 
and I meant bipolar. You just got to deal with that. And that's me. What I bring to a beat break, I bring a shock. I bring some hardcore realism. And I bring a guilty pleasure, I personally think. I bring something that a lot of people don't maybe like to admit that they enjoy, but they actually do. Yes, I can do a show clean. Yes, no, I don't have to curse to do a successful show. Not at all. But the Jeff is Moody show is what it is. By the way, I have a cleaner show. I just haven't released it to the world yet. I will. If it's not going to be on Beat Break, it'll be somewhere. I don't know where it's going to be. I'm still working on that. I also have another show in the works with two of my favorite people. Mm-mm. So that's me, y'all. It's a gym moment. That's what I am. I don't look at this as recording. I look at it as artwork. Gym moment. See y'all in a minute. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. WBS 87 FM. This is Atlanta's independent news station and home of the Jeff Moody Show. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Wait, wait, wait. Hold the up. It's the Jeff is Moody Show with DJ Naturel. Come on, Moody. Let's get it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see you. I see you. Thank you. Deep Break 87 FM, where music and talk radio lives. On Reach One. Communication station. You, you, you're, you're listening. You are listening to Reach One Network. It's, it's everything, everything podcast. podcast, a subsidiary of Beat Break eighty seven FM and a Reach One Communication Station. Listen live on BeatBreakRadioFM.com and ReachOneNetwork.com. <sighs> what up, fam? We're back. Are you guys ready for for random? Youngin, I don't even know why I do this sometimes. I swear. I will find out something and it will set off this thing with me wanting to find out more random things. This is so arbitrary right here. Gosh. I really don't even know how this is a segment, but it is. Fam, y'all ready? All right, so listen. I got a couple of ridiculously random things that I never knew. And the funny thing about this is it has no order. It has no pattern. It has nothing. But I'm telling you right now, I bet you that some of you didn't know the same shit I didn't know. All right. All right, young Sean. Let's go, man. Play Adela. It's it's random. I got to start off here. Now, I knew that we were dumb and spoiled and politically divided in America and racially divided. I knew that. But I'm telling y'all, some of you might have known, but I didn't know. I didn't know we were this fucked up. Like I knew we were, I knew we were fucked up. I didn't know we were this fucked up. 
didn't know that there were a bunch of adult brats in this country that act like children that when they have to stay inside for a little while for their greater good, they think that that's like taking away their freedom. Like, I didn't know there were people insane enough to, 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 to compare a quarantine to slavery. I didn't know that. I should have. I should have, man. Yo, this pandemic has really shown us that most Americans don't give a fuck about each other, hasn't it? I mean, I'm not shocked, but I, I, I guess I wasn't thinking about it, you know, in the forefront, right? And then we just find out that a lot of people don't give a fuck about themselves. So the president's trying to kill you off. I mean, and, and, and we do have to kind of get the economy going, right? So everything is open, but the cases are going up, and nobody seems to give a fuck. I didn't, I didn't know we were this bad. I kind of feel ashamed about that. Y'all know what else I know? Did y'all know that your hair can taste? Did y'all hear what I said? Your hair can taste. According to some science, your hair can taste. Nasal passages and lungs are lined with fine hairs or cilia that detect and sweep out impurities. How do they detect it? By sensing bitter taste of the things passing through them, such as, let's say, nicotine. When these hairs taste something bitter, they increase their rate of movement, attempting to sweep out the bad stuff. And this is according to a study published in the American Association for the Advancement of Science. Your hair can taste. I know it's random, but I didn't know that. Come on, man. Yo, listen, ain't nobody listening to this goddamn show except for medical professionals and, and retired medical professionals like Uncle JC knew that. Uncle JC probably ain't even know that shit. Yo, I'm not much into celebrity and stuff, but did y'all know that NBA legend Carmelo got a 13-year-old kid pregnant when he was like 20 or something like that? I didn't know that till recently. I'm so out of touch. You know, they say Carmelo's son KJ took the to Twitter to defend his former NBA father. After his statutory rape uh, rape pass resurfaced amid the airing of the ESPN docuseries, The Last Dance. That was an okay series. It was pretty cool. In 1983, a then 20-year-old Malone fathered a child with a 13-year-old girl named Gloria Bell while he was a star college player at Louisiana Tech. I didn't know that. Goddamn, Carl. Why are we so mad at R. Kelly? No, 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 no. Don't get me wrong. Shit ain't funny. I don't fuck with R. Kelly, but Carl Malone is sleeping with 13-year-olds when, he, when he's 20. I didn't know that. I know a lot of my sports guys knew that, like like Marquis and, 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 and Angus Black from In the, in the Pain and, and the Layman Brothers from the Layman Brothers Sport Park. I know a lot of my sports people knew that. I didn't know that, guys. I didn't know. Here's another thing I didn't know, y'all. Real shit. The first time I heard of some chick named Megan the Stallion, I thought she was a porn star. <laughs> I didn't know she rapped. 
I still haven't listened to a whole song of hers. I don't really have an interest. Just Megan the Stallion sounds like somebody that bangs out on porn sites. So yeah, I watch porn. You know, shout out to X Video and X and XX and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? I could be honest. The rest of y'all got to lie. What you lying for? You know you watch porn. Or you think about it at a minimum. Yes, Mrs. Moody know I watch porn. Sometimes I watch porn with her. That's my road dog. You hear me? I didn't know that. Megan, Megan, Megan the Stallion. No disrespect. I didn't, I didn't know. I heard you somewhere. Somebody informed me that then I heard you rapping. Didn't have an interest in hearing any more of it, but but continue success. Do your thing. Okay. Do you guys know how far a sneeze can travel? I'll wait. 20 fucking feet. 20 feet. So why are we only doing six feet social distancing? I, I guess that's all, that's the best we could do, right? But but this, this article says, you may think you're safe when a guy all the way across the subway car sneezes, but you may be in the line of fire without even realizing it. A video study conducted by researchers at MIT found that sneezes travel much farther than previously believed as far as 20 feet. What the hell are we doing with six feet of social distancing? No, it's, it's arbitrary, y'all. I bet some of y'all looking that shit up. 20 feet for a sneeze. God damn it. All right, fam. You know what? I'm, I'm dead ass right here. How many of you knew what Balenciaga was? Because I didn't know. And I started hearing it in rap songs, so I figured it was some kind of fashion. But for some reason, I thought Balenciaga was like a, a exotic sports car, you know? Balenciagas are like shoes and purses, right? And I read somewhere that they range from $800 to $1,200. The fuck out of here. Yo, did y'all know what Balenciaga? I'm not a fashion whore, so I didn't know. I'm a bum. I wear basketball shorts and t-shirts. I didn't know. It's random. Half of your hand strength is in your pinky. Now, from fighting for so many years, I knew that. So I'm going to keep going. Because your, your pinky is, you know, your, your pinky is actually the, the strongest hand. Uh, uh, okay, so the pinky's strong. I knew that. I'm doing things I didn't know. But for those of you that didn't know, half of your hand strength is in your pinky. So not necessarily the strongest finger. Half of your hand strength is coming from your pinky. So like if you like if you lost your pinky, you lose about half of your hand strength. Real shit. Look it up. If you care. <laughs> Family. I didn't know that every time that you blink, according to some science, you actually take a tiny nap. Did y'all know that? Come on, man. Y'all going to sit here and act like y'all knew that? Get the fuck out of here. Yo. When you blink, you actually take a micro nap. Uh, there, there's a publication called Best Life. 
And they say you probably thought that a blink was just something you did to keep your eyes moist or keep dust out of them. That is a very valuable service, of course, but we actually blink more than needed for that alone. About 15 to 20 times per minute. In fact, closing our eyes briefly has been found, according to a study by Washington University, to help sharpen attention and serves as a miniature recharge. Every time you blink, fam, you take like a microsecond nap. Wow! If y'all not amazed, I am. I'm sorry. I'm I'm just floored by this. Did you know that you can't tickle yourself? <laughs> your cerebellum, the area in the back of your brain that monitors movement, predicts the sensation you will feel when you attempt to tickle yourself. So it counters the response that the tickle would be otherwise, that the tickle would otherwise elicit in other parts of your brain. Two brain regions are involved in processing how tickling feels. The soma, the, the, the somatosensory cortex process, that touch, that, that touch in the anterior cingulate cortex processes pleasant, pleasant information. Okay, hold on. Let me go back. <laughs> This is so random. So, the somatosensory cortex processes touch, and the anterior cingulate cortex processes pleasant information. We found that, um, uh, according to a scientist, Sarah Jane Blakemore, she says, we found that both these regions are less active during self-tickling than they are during tickling performed by someone else, which helps to explain why it doesn't feel tickly and pleasant when you tickle yourself. Ring the bell. Now, that might have been random. But ask yourself, how many of you knew all that shit? If you don't know, now you know, baby. It's the Jeff is Moody Show on Beatbreak Radio, FM.com, ReachOneNetwork.com. And I'm, I'm sorry, I thought that was interesting as hell. You did too. That's why you're Googling it right now. We'll be right back. You're listening to Jeff is Moody on Beat Break 87. Previously on the Beat Break Show. Got the homie AJ in the building. AJ, I can see you being in the White House. I mean, House I would love Obama. to. Yeah, I, I didn't want to say myself, but yeah, I would love <laughs> to go to the White House and, and sit down. Let me let me President set the Obama. stage, y'all. I'm I'm gonna pretend I'm President Obama and you AJ. All right. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Wait for it. Wait for it. Okay. Uh, so uh, AJ. Yeah. Uh, so what does uh, AJ stand for? Uh, Apple Jacks. <laughs> yeah. No, it doesn't. It's 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 AXJ AJ. It's it's what my all my friends and family call me go by AJ. So and the X is in there. It's just for leaving my own mark while I'm here. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Would you, you, know, you would you listen to my project, the light bulb moment? Would you, I got, would you uh, take it a listen. I got my copy right here. You got your copy. Yeah. Me and Michelle I, we're gonna bump to it. Please yeah. do. And I want you to hit me up and tell me what you like too. Yeah, about I, that. Definitely. The best part of waking up isn't Folgers. It's the beat. Break Morning Show. Start your morning off right with Sean Garvey and the crew on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Follow Beat Break 87 FM on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Beat Break Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to my show. 
damn it. <clears throat> I want to make a statement. Family. Date and fall in love with and be with and hang out with who you want. This segment right here, I just got I got a statement to make. This is not Dilla, right, Young Sean? This is Tampa Beats right here. Pick up the Tampa Beats. Man. So, fam, I'm, I'm, I'm going through the internet. I'm getting content for the show, right? And I come across some chick I have never heard of in my life before. And I'm telling you, when your ego is really big and when people are not sure of themselves or insecure with themselves, when somebody say they never heard of you, people take that offensively. I don't. A lot of people have never heard of Jeff is Moody, right? This young lady is a bigger social media presence than me. She's a bigger entertainment presence than me. I'm just saying I never heard of her. Her name is B. Simone. Y'all ever heard of B. Simone? I was so confused as to who she is. I had to hit Baby Bro Casino up. I was like, have you ever heard of her? He's like, yeah, she's a da-da-da-da-da-da. And she had caught backlash for saying that she won't date a man with a nine-to-five job. Now, you know, backlash is the new popular term. And now, you know, backlash is the thing. You know, people actually say things to get backlash. Let me tell you how pathetic entertainment is right now. People say shit for people to be outraged and to get backlash. Because if, if you get backlash, it puts your brand up front. That's how sad we are. We just can't entertain no more. We, You know, that's what we are nowadays. I'm here to tell you to date who you want. So let me read this to y'all. A clip of B. Simone's recent interview with Nick Cannon is going viral. With people commenting on her saying she won't date a man with a nine to five. When Nick asked what kind of man she's looking for, B. Simone stated that he can be a hustling entrepreneur or someone with CEO status. At the... After Nick told Simone that there are a lot of men with good paying jobs in a vocational field, she stated, I think entrepreneurs should date entrepreneurs. She later clarified her statement on Twitter writing, it has nothing to do with the money. It has everything to do with the lifestyle. Entrepreneurs understand each other. I need you to understand while I'm up at 3 a.m. checking emails, why I'm always on social media, why I'm never off it. Uh, well, I'm never off it clicked out. I don't even know what that means. I need a man to understand and support that. I need you to be able to get yours and go whenever. Travel and move around with me. I would date a hustling entrepreneur, meaning he's still trying to figure it out, but he has goals for his own business. I love that. Now, let me ask y'all a question. That's the end of her statement. What problem do y'all have with that? That's what she likes. So 
I see her picture, and you shouldn't attach physicality to someone's wishes of what they like, right? But I'm looking at a picture, I'm like, eh, you know, okay. I mean, physically, you know, I'm no model. Physically, I'm like, I, all right, I wouldn't be interested in you physically. She's cute. Don't get me wrong. She's not unattractive or anything, but, you know, eh. You know, I'm in. You look at me. Actually, I'm hot. <laughs> Fuck out of here. I'm ruggedly, I'm, I'm ruggedly handsome. But no, I, I didn't see anything physically that was appealing to me. I'm so like, okay. And I started thinking about this backlash. If she don't want to date nine to fivers, why are y'all trying to make her date a nine to fiver? That's not what she likes. She likes entrepreneurs. Now, I didn't know an entrepreneur couldn't be a nine to fiver. I mean, entrepreneurs do work 24 hours a day. She says she needs a man that knows why she's working at 3 a.m. What what fucking nine to fiver don't understand if he knows your profession? What nine to fiver doesn't understand why you're up at 3 a.m. checking emails? And are you suggesting that entrepreneurs are okay with you being up at 3 a.m. checking your emails? Because they're entrepreneurs, are you suggesting they're they're cool with you doing it if they don't do it at 3 a.m.? See, just date who y'all want to date. Because you got people like be some what is her name? Beats shit. God damn it, young Sean. Play the uh play Tampa Beats. Hold on. Be Simone. You got people like B. Simone and they got these things, but I don't even think that she believes that, to be honest with you. I just think she wanted the backlash to bring it to a brand. You know what I hate? I hate when I see an interracial couple that's out in public and they're minding their business, just enjoying each other, and people look at them crazy. What the fuck are you so into what they're doing for? Date who you want. Love who you want. It's not my business. Angry black women, newsflash. The white woman didn't take your man. He was never your man, first of all. (laughs) And he voluntarily went where he wanted to go. She didn't do it. He did it. Angry white male. The black man didn't take your white woman. That's voluntary. You got to admit, it's kind of hard to resist the BBC. Pause. (laughs) Casino, is that a pause? Let me rephrase that. It's kind of hard for a lot of Caucasian women to resist the BBC. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 I ain't being fresh. We move different, you know? You know, we you know, you, you know we act that we move different. Got a different kind of rhythm. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if the whole size thing is true. I'm just saying that black men, you know, I'm a, I'm a porno watcher and I happen to, I would say that brothers put it down better. I've always wondered how some of my white brothers uh, can bang so uh, vigorously but never move their head. 
looks like they only move their lower bodies. Hmm. I've always wondered that, but I haven't thought too much about it. Because then that would be a monumental porn pause. And Baby Brother Casino would crucify it. Date who you want, folks. Be happy. Be with who you want to be with. I don't give a fuck who B. Simone dates. She don't want to date a nine to fiver. That's her business. Now, now, some interesting. This, I found out something interesting because you know, Casino starts to do this research, and we start to, and he sends this thing. Do you guys know that B. Simone? Let me say allegedly, so I don't get sued or anything here. She's allegedly a plagiarist. She's allegedly been stealing other people's material and claiming it as hers. So maybe, and if that is true, that may not be true. If that is true, B. Simone, maybe you need to worry about getting your shit together rather than stealing. And maybe you need not worry about an entrepreneur. Maybe you need to work with integrity first. You see what I'm saying? But... I could be wrong, right? I could be definitely wrong. I apologize to you if I am. Hey, Moody, talk to B. Simone. I don't know who B. Simone is. I don't give a fuck about B. Simone or her dating preferences or anything. My baby bro sent me another clip of another woman sitting with a guy and she was saying, a man to me is broke if he doesn't earn double of what I make per year. So whatever I make per year, if he doesn't double that, I consider him broke and I will ridicule him. And he's not the man that I can be with because I've dated and supported broke niggas before. These women with these with these standards, these men that have the same standards with the women. I, I let, Yo, good. Hey, listen, she was super. She was way more attractive in my personal eyes than B. Simone was. Do your thing. That's great. If I didn't know you, if I was a stranger and I and I didn't know you were a gold digger, I'd bang you. If you had a good attitude, I'd bang you. <laughs> now, nah, you know what I'm saying? I've slept with a wimp. God knows how many women that look way more attractive as her or more. They ain't care about the money. I've had money and not had money. Date who you like. Nobody determines who you like. You're a man and you're attracted to men. That may not be up my alley, may not be what I understand or agree with, but I will damn, I will support your right to do that shit. Do what makes you happy. You're not hurting anybody else. You a woman, you like women? Hey, that's your, hey man. Date who you like. Who makes you smile? Who makes you laugh, man? Who makes you have great orgasms? Who do you like physically touching? Who stimulates your mind, soul, and body? Date them. Not who somebody tells you to date. So B. Simone doesn't date date nine to fivers. And I'm pretty sure a lot of nine to fivers have no interest in dating B. Simone. Listen, man. 
Men create women like that. And I'm trying not to... Di- See, I didn't want to go the route of super disrespecting her because it's like, man, y'all get mad when a woman tell y'all the truth. No, it's not that. First of all, I've been married for 25 years to the same person, so I don't give a fuck what any of y'all are talking about. But what I'm saying is, if B. Simone is truly that way, if the young lady that says you got to earn double my salary for me to respect you, if they're really truly that way and they're not just doing this for social media likes... Then fuck them. The, yo, the, the guys can have them. Please. There was a young lady that used to go to my gym. Not my personal gym, but the gym I attend. And she let you know off the back. Don't even say hi to me. If you ain't got nothing in the parking lot that's over six figures. If you ain't got a beach house or something, because I'm one of them flued, I get flued out. And one day we were having a conversation, and she was explaining to me how she gets flued out all over the place. And I said, so in other words, you're a proud cum bucket. Huh? There's nothing wrong with being a cum bucket if you're proud of it. There's nothing wrong with being a gigolo if you're proud of it. There's nothing wrong with men flying you out all over the world in the country to stick some dick up in you and nut up all in your face and give you a check to pay your rent if that's what makes you yo if you like it I love it they who you want I don't care so be Simone do your thing date them entrepreneurs man a lot of my entrepreneurial homies would have no interest in you I wouldn't if I was single but somebody does because men are thirst. Date who you want. Be happy. Life is too short for that. And stay out of people's fucking business. Leave that interracial couple alone. Leave that gay couple alone. Leave that lesbian couple alone. Leave fucking people alone. You got to be miserable to try to make somebody else as miserable as you that is not affecting your personal life. Date who you want. Yo, big up to B. Simone. Big up to the cum bucket. That was saying she got she travels and big up to the cum buckets. Big up to the non-cum buckets that got standards. I got standards. If I don't want you knocking me for mines because they reasonable, I won't knock you for yours. Ladies and gentlemen, when somebody make you happy and make you smile and please you. That's the only fucking thing that matters. Nothing else does. Date who you want. We'll be right back. It's Jeff is Moody Show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. You're listening to Jeff is Moody on Beat Break 87. Previously on the Beat Break Morning Show. King Malachi on the telephone lines. What's good, King? I'm good. How you doing? How's everybody? Once they pop in the Love Chronicles CD, there's going to be a lot of sex in the room, a lot of babies being made. Exactly. This isn't music, but the spirit of lust is in there a little something too. Don't get it twisted. But it's just, it's just, we're going to go deeper, man. You got Alexandria. She's our news reporter here on the Beat Break Morning Show. You got her fanning now. She she cannot wait to listen to the album. Oh. 
the love. Yeah. I got you, Marvin. I got you. Trust me. Alexandria, calm down. Calm down, Alexandria. I know you got I know you got a boyfriend and everything, but this is King Malachi's time. <laughs> the best part of waking up isn't Folgers. It's the Beat Break Morning Show. Start your morning off right with Sean Garvey and the crew on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Follow Beat Break 87 FM on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Beat Break Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is your captain speaking. I hope you are enjoying this flight. We've been cruising at a pleasant altitude. and It's been great. It's been a lot of beverages passed around. Some people are mingling. Um, a couple of people have disappeared into the back of the plane, into the porta potties. And we're fine with that. We do provide complimentary condoms for those people that want to meet and greet. Welcome back to the Jeff is Moody show on Beat Break uh, 87 FM, Beat Break Radio FM.com. I'm Jeff is Moody. You know what, fam? Check this out, right? On the break, I got a text that might make me push fam feedback and fb post of the week until next week i don't know if i'm gonna do that on this show this has been a very entertaining show and i'm sure y'all don't care about that but i got a text and i don't because i'm not gonna do feedback weeks week after week like that i think i'm gonna do fam feedback and fb post of the week next week based off this (laughs) we might do it like that let's see how it works out all right Family, uh, we're back. So I just finished telling y'all I don't care who people date because I just don't. Knock yourself out. Even if I got some commentary on your thing, people, please understand that none of us, none. who are we to each other, right? When you're happy, nobody else's word matters. It doesn't even, anybody trying to drag down your happiness, fuck them. If it's me, if it's anybody. So date who you like. But there's a flip side to dating. You know, some people date, they get together, and the relationship doesn't work, and they break up. The family this week, because I told y'all I ain't going to be the COVID-19 show every week. We got way too many conduits of information that we can find out about COVID. We can find out about police brutality. We still got to smile. We still got to be entertained. We can walk and chew gum at the same fucking time. Now, I want to give y'all something to treasure this week. Just some good convo, you know? Well, I'm going to tell y'all, people can date who they want. Sometimes when people break up, they just don't know how to let it go. Now, some of you may have heard this story before. I might have even talked about it before and don't remember. Damn sure talk about it now. Because y'all see how I'm telling people to date who they want? I also would like to encourage people, like, when a relationship is over, hey, move on. Don't stick around and make it uncomfortable and dangerous for other people. Gotta read this story for y'all. Here's a horrible way to break up. A Florida man travels 1,000 miles to cut off the penis of the man dating his ex-girlfriend. 
no, 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 no. I'm silent for a reason. First of all, when I read that headline, my penis started hurting. <laughs> my willy started hurting. You know, men are kind of funny with that. If you just mention damage around the testi- testicle area, the penis region, we hurt. It hurts us. Florida man travels a thousand miles to cut off the penis of the mandating his ex. A Florida man has no jurisdiction, according to this article. He will find you and he'll make you squeal. One man whose only crime was to commit a perceived slight against a Florida man was made painfully aware of this when a Florida man tracked him down near Chicago and cut off his penis because he was dating the Florida man's ex. I can't ring the bell for that. Not in good conscience. Justin Foster, 28, of Tallahassee, is accused of driving to Atlanta, then flying to Chicago, and then ultimately tracking down his ex's new boyfriend in Des Plaines, Illinois. Illinois. Foster then proceeded to hit the man over the head with a tire iron, cut off the man's penis, and throw it over a fence. Wait. He's not done. He then carved his initials into his victim's leg. From there, Forster went back to Chicago, hopped back on the plane, and planned to pretty much just go about his life as if he hadn't cut off a man's penis and tossed it over a fence. Look this up. I'm not making this up. Before Forster was able to master his hi, my name is Justin, and I've def- definitely never cut off a man's penis out of jealousy face, however, he was arrested in Florida and extradited back to Illinois. His victim survived the attack but suffered, unfortunately, nothing funny about this, permanent brain damage and obvious permanent penis damage. Constitution prohibits cruel and unusual punishment, but is it totally out of bounds to think that Foster should have to have his penis surgically removed and donated to the guy whose dick he cut off? Sean Garvey, I didn't say dick. That's in an article. It's definitely unusual and arguably cruel, but also super fair. The phrase toxic masculinity is as overused as SpongeBob as a SpongeBob meme. But it's hard to think of a better label to apply to this incident. A man who thinks he's so entitled to a woman that he cuts off the penis of the new man she's dating. And then he carves his initials into the guy's leg. There are warlords who would call that aggressive. This is the article I'm reading. Either this guy had way too much or way too little self-esteem. Whatever the deal was, it ended up not being great. Now, fam, I got to tell y'all something. That story was published more than a year ago. But as I'm telling you to date who you want, I am also suggesting that you, when a relationship is over, get over it. Yo, my man traveled across the country and tracked down a guy that probably did. 
doesn't have anything to do with anything. He met a young lady. They got cool. She was broke up with her loser psycho ex-boyfriend. And he cut off his penis and carved his initial. He gave the man brain damage and permanent penis damage. Personally, in my opinion, they should remove his penis as well. What do y'all think about that? y'all be like where do you get this stuff from hey man just you research it on your own i'll make up no stories i ain't nick i'll make up no stories on the jeffers moody show you know a guy like this needs a death penalty don't y'all agree with that i do over the head with a tire iron, pulled his pants down, severed his penis, carved his initials. He should he should get the death penalty. And I saw his picture. He looks like a crazy motherfucker. Ladies, could you please tell the new guys that you meet that your ex might have penis cutting potential? It would help the relationship go a lot smoother. I don't want to be chilling with you and get hit in the back of the head with a tire iron and wake up with brain damage and, and, and a slight penis. And I'm not even being funny. God bless the brother that lost his penis, man. And I think that this guy should get the death penalty. What about y'all? Yeah, date who you want. Date who you want. Y'all gather around. Hey, people listen to the Jefferson Moody Show in their trucks and carpools. Some people say they gather around the desk at work. I, I am so appreciative of that. Why y'all gathering around for this one? Discuss it. Date who you want. Nobody should be able to tell you who to date. Unless that person is harmful to you and people can see it, but you can't. In cases like that, nobody should tell you how to be happy. But also, family, when it's over, it's over. Damn. Yo, I think we're gonna do we're gonna do FB post of the week and we're gonna do fan feedback next week. So we will be back with the world's most trifling people, followed by the polar opposite of trifling. Right here on the Jeffers Moody Show, hottest goddamn internet radio show on the internet. I'm on the hottest radio station on the internet. Beat Break 87 FM, Beat Break Radio FM.com. Yo, when it's over, it's over, y'all. Jeez. Sheesh. You're listening to Jeff is Moody on Beat Break 87. Yo, what's up, world? This is Precise from the legendary group R.A.P. Architect and Precise. Check out our hit singles, Keep It Moving, and Get to the Bag. R.A.P. Architect and Precise. Album of the Year. Coming soon. Order and download Architect and Precise latest song, Keep It Moving, and Get to the Bag. Available now on Amazon, Spotify, iHeart, and iTunes. Previously on the Beat Break Morning Show. Radio has definitely changed my life. It's put me in this position that I'm in today. You know, to continue to learn from right. greats like Rashad Ritchie. And, you know, you we can name the list of people that we work with. Mm-hmm. But um, 
it, you know, it's 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 a form of expression. So I'm I'm absolutely privileged to be able to have an opportunity to express myself on airways, you know, throughout yeah. my short career. The best part of waking up isn't Folgers. It's the Beat Break Morning Show. Start your morning off right with Sean Garvey and the crew on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Follow Beat Break 87FM on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Beat Break Radio. Radio. <laughs> Welcome back, family. Welcome back to the Jeffers Moody Show. I've been getting hoarse over the last couple of weeks. It's, it's not a health issue. Um. <clears throat> trying to think of why I get hoarse and, and what I realized y'all before I start recording I handle so many calls ever since this quarantine I'm pretty much talked out before I start recording I like I just figured that out today so when y'all hear me clearing my throat and stuff I'm alright okay love y'all too thank you for loving me love y'all well it's time for the world's most trifling people award and, um, you know, the Jeffers Moody show, I don't think it would survive just being the COVID-19 show every week. I don't think that it would survive being the police brutality show every week. I think that we can walk and chew gum at the same time kind of realize in this world that if you don't laugh you'll cry and we're focused you know some people say man y'all talking about this and y'all talking about that you know just like i was talking about with reality tv right well some people can do that and not and they can walk and chew gum some people can't i'm only concerned about those that cannot i'm not worried about those who can I, I need for this show. I need you to feel like you're with your people, with you're with your family, and y'all are having a random conversations that so many of us have. This show, I need you to relax. I need you to laugh. I need you to 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 think, to care. I need you to get angry sometimes. That's what my show is, man, and it's not going to change. So let's do the world's most trifling people award. I have two contestants. I don't have to read it. Speaking of walking and chewing gum at the same time. This week's contestants for the world's most trifling people. Contestant number one is law enforcement in total. Contestant number two is looters and unintelligent rioters. Know what you guys are thinking. Man, how could they be in the same basket? They're the same people. Oh, don't get me wrong. I know Rome must burn. I get it. Don't get me wrong. I understand when people say, yo, they we burning down stuff, but it ain't ours anyway. We don't own that property. We I get it. I got it. 
Blue lives matter, huh? All lives matter. The problem we have is with Black Lives Matter. We don't want to say that. Both of you motherfuckers are actually the same people. Sometimes literally. Y'all hear what I just said? Y'all caught that? Sometimes you're literally the same person. Sometimes law enforcement agents are out there with the rioters causing pandemonium. In several cities across the United States, pallets of bricks that weigh God knows how many thousand pounds conveniently popped up where the rioters would be. Someone would have to convince me that the rioters had the ability under police watch to get a bulldozer or a lift and haul a skid of bricks conveniently where they were going to be where they could throw bricks at the police. If you don't think that's your government, if you don't think that's your local law enforcement, then you watch too much reality TV. But really, what makes those guys any different from the people that are burning their neighborhoods to shreds? And then going to get a good night's rest about 150 feet away from what they burnt down that may never return because historically black businesses that get burnt down they don't necessarily get rebuilt back up as a matter of fact the powers that be would prefer for you to tear your community up so they can come in and gentrify it listen to me This is the portion of my show where I get serious for a minute. It happens throughout the show. I kind of joke, laugh, joke, laugh. Yeah, the method is madness, but I'll tell you this. It's been proven that peaceful protests and withholding of the black dollar gets just as much accomplished. Because if it didn't, I wouldn't be, wouldn't have a problem with you burning shit down, to be honest with y'all. Yo, listen, listen, the devil only understand one thing, it's death and destruction and mayhem. He don't respect you until you give him what he give you. I got it. I get it. But damn it, man. Right now, you're rioting and burning because you want to. And by the way, probably half of you doing it or more are not even black people. Gotta wake the fuck up. 
we got to take a time out for from reality so we can get to actual reality. It's your enemy causing the disturbance. In general, black people march in peace. Oh, Moody, what about man? What about what about what about what about what about Atlanta? They burned down that Wendy's. Maybe. I don't know. I wasn't there. For all I know, it could have been an off-duty police officer or on-duty police officer. It could have been a GOP. Could have been a Trump a Trump person. Could, you know how many pictures we got of white people in mass setting fire and causing destruction? The jig is up. But listen to me. If you're burning down your own community right now that won't get rebuilt, it'll just get gentrified. Someone will come in and they will buy that property and they will price you out of the community and your moment of rage has cost you your community. Then what's the difference between you and the police, man? Huh? Can anybody answer that? Mm. No, I know. I know what war is. I know sometimes we got to tear down or rebuild. But the winners this week equally are the crooked police and the crooked looters and rioters. Because everybody protesting is not crooked. In fact, the majority of them are doing the right thing. I don't see a difference in a crooked cop and a person that burns down the mom and pop soul food shop that has been servicing your fucking community for 20 and 30 years. I'm sorry. One of my woke niggas. Could one of my smart, dumb niggas please come help me with this? So you guys win. The same person. This week's winners of the world's most trifling people award are crooked cops and crooked riders and looters. Don't care about your color, race, or creed. A dickhead is a dickhead we'll be right back with the polar opposite of trifling right here on the Jeff is Moody show on Beat Break Radio FM dot com you're listening to Jeff is Moody on Beat Break 87 previously on the Beat Break show Libra Smith of Curvy Diamonds Boutique in the studio. What's going on? What's going on? How long have you been doing the fashion? How long have you been in the fashion industry? I know you said singing is your first love. Well, I, I haven't let music go. Okay. Music is still there. I, okay. I come from a musical family. Okay. So it's impossible for me to just say, okay, now I'm going to put this up and move into something else. I've always loved clothes. This, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it's always been there. Yeah. But similar to James Brown, he loved music. He had a passion for it, but he just can't read music. But he has all of these brilliant oh, yeah. ideas that he was able to create. So it's similar. 
similar to me. I don't draw. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit here like I do. But if I, I can make you look good now. Okay. I can make you look good. I can, mm-hmm. I can twerk something out. Mm-hmm. So, oh, really? <laughs> don't you go there. <laughs> <laughs> the Beat Break Show is live on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Follow Beat Break 87FM on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Beat Break Radio. Family, family, welcome back to the Jeff is Moody Show on Beat Break 87 FM, BeatBreakRadioFM.com, ReachOneNetwork.com. You can find us all over the place. Tune in, uh, iHeartRadio, Google Podcast. It's time for the polar opposite of trifling. And you know what? Because I dropped the ball last week and we lost a message. And I don't believe in lost messages. I'm going to pretty much speak to you this week about what I was trying to communicate last week. The thing is, those words are not written down. I had a title written down, but not the words. And but I but but, but I'll, I'll do me. Watch this. By the way, I'm aware I didn't do the intro for the world's most trifling people. I'm telling you, I'm going to be like Kaiser Sosa, Sosa, or Sosa, whatever his name is from The Usual Suspects. Y'all remember that movie? They thought the gimp was just a gimp. He was actually the mastermind. It won't be until I'm done doing this that you'll listen back to some of these shows like, oh, dip. Got it. Well, it's true. The world is full of trifling people, but let us not forget that just as we have the low lives of the world, we also have people who are the polar opposite. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the polar opposite of trifling. This week, I want to touch on last week with a couple of additions. So last week on the Jeffers Moody show, I premiered. Um, uh, for Moody Motivation I premiered a record by Jaha called I Pray for Mercy and a good amount of you guys really appreciated the record and even a couple of you responded to it what I was what I had said last week that all of you missed is that he didn't want the credit he didn't want his name mentioned. He had to kind of like just say, I'm going to do it. Like you got to kind of twist his arm. He's not a dumb artist. He's an intelligent artist. He's a businessman. He's traveled the world with his music. But he is probably the epitome of organics. And so he'll go in the studio and make a record. By the way, he produces, writes, mixes, masters engineers rap sings he'll go in the studio sometime and spend three and four and five and six and seven hours or more making a record that he doesn't want props for he just wants it to touch people so last week I was along the lines of of saying just do what you know is right I think that's what Jaha does I had talked to you earlier uh, in Moody Motivation for this show 
about what I think is a 76 year. I think I, I think I remember him saying 76 years old, changing a young lady's flat. You know, fam, life is about as complicated as we make it. And the more that you think about life, the more that you realize that life is simple. Harmony could be so simple. Unity could be so simple. Peace, love, equality. They can be so simple. We complicate simplicity. So what have I seen since last week? Because I'm starting to think maybe I dropped the ball and y'all didn't get uh, uh, the polar opposite of trifling last week because it's supposed to be this week. Quick story before we get out of here. My daughter and I work out at the same park. Oftentimes I'll run across her while, you know, I'm going my direction She's in the park. I'm in the park. Sometimes we don't see each other at all. Sometimes we run right across each other. So I had finished my workout and I um, got in my car. And as I was coming around the loop to leave the park, I saw her car. I said, let me, let me go right over there. That's my baby still. You know, she's 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 about to be 18, but that's my baby and when I see her car, I like to just ride by and make sure the doors are locked. You know, daddy, daddy, daddy things. Anyway, I come and I ride by her car and I I ride by, I look at the car, I'm good. And then I say, what did I just see? It was somebody in between the trees up against the gate. So I back up. It's my child. And I'm like, AJ, what are you doing? She's up against this gate that holds some of the county's equipment in it for them to, you, you know, utilize to clean the park. And she walks up to the car. She says, hey, daddy, she said, there's a bunch of kittens in there. And I said, oh, for real? We don't even like cats. She says, yeah, but they just they seem to be alone. They seem to be by themselves, you know, and they're just purring. And I know I was trying to figure out a way to get them out of there because they're all by themselves. And they, I don't know if they're eating or I don't know, you know, I don't know what. So I'd like to take them maybe to a pet shelter. We don't want them to starve to death. So I looked at her. I said, well, if there's a bunch of them together, uh, mama is somewhere around. I'm, I'm assuming I don't think they're all together and mama's nowhere. I said, all right, you keep an eye on them. What you going to do? How you going to get them to the shelter? She said, I'll put them in my car. She's not a cat person, (laughs) y'all. It's the humanity in her. It's the decency in her. And it is the urgency and it is the natural response and reflex for her to do what she know is right anyway I drive off I ain't got time for her to do cat investigations 
she's over there by that fence. So I call her about 15 minutes later and I say, hey, what's going on with the cat? She says the mom finally came out. I guess they're fine. I'm going to finish my workout, then I'll be home. When you think I make up stories about moody motivation and and the polar opposite of trifling, I don't. I'm, I'm put in those instances and situations for a reason. The most high is saying, reach somebody, Jeff. One person. Do what's right. I know that it's right to inspire and motivate you to do what you know you're supposed to be doing. I know that is hatred in the world. I know the world is a rough place now. I know we're falling apart. I know we have a horrible leader, but yet still somehow, some way, I believe that if more people start doing just what they know is right, we can somehow survive. Because Mother Earth doesn't care if we survive or not. See, Mother Earth had rid herself of us in our ignorant, destructful ways. And she'll exist and she'll recreate life. The polar opposite of trifling this week is my daughter. The polar opposite of trifling this week is Jaha for making a great song that he didn't even want credit for. polar opposite is you who have picked up some trash when you didn't need to the polar opposite is those of you who have been courteous to someone when they needed it the polar opposite is those of you who have shown respect and love to your elders the polar opposite for this week is those of you who have taken care of your family and shown your family and your friends love the polar opposite of those of you who are taking care of yourself mentally spiritually and physically you all are this week's winners of the polar opposite of trifling. Lord knows we need some opposite of trifling, man. Don't we? Anyway, family, this flight has landed. I hope you all enjoyed the show, but make sure you enjoy life even more. Pray for love over hate, peace over war. And don't forget, you ain't shit until you lend someone a helping hand. Family, my method is my madness. You might not appreciate me till I'm gone, but while I'm here, I'm going to talk my shit. Unlike last week, the ATL traffic mix with DJ Naturell is up next. <laughs> double ring i love you all i appreciate you all and thanks for letting me be me see y'all next week with another hot one please stay tuned and keep it locked right here for more outstanding talk and musical programming on beat break 87 fm beat break radio fm.com and of course reach one network.com hey yo sean garvey bruh we got another one see y'all next week love y'all Jeff is Moody out. R.I.P. Ron Lava.
You're listening to Jeff is Moody on Beat Break 87. Previously on the Beat Break Show, we got the homie AJ in the building. AJ. I can see you being in the White House. I mean, House I would love Obama. to. Yeah, I, I didn't want to say myself, but yeah, I would love to go to the White House and, and sit down. Let me let me President set the Obama. stage, y'all. I'm going to pretend I'm President Obama and you AJ, all right? Okay. You ready? Yeah. Wait for it, wait for it. Okay. Uh, so, uh, AJ. Yeah. Uh, so, what does uh, AJ stand for? Uh, Apple Jacks? <laughs> yeah. No, it doesn't. It's 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 AXJ, AJ. It's it's what my all my friends and family call me go by AJ. So, and the X is in there. It's just for leaving my own mark while I'm here. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Would you, you, know, you would you listen to my project, The Light Bulb Moment? Would I got, you, would you uh, take it a listen? I got my copy right here. You got your copy? Yeah, me and Michelle, we're going to bump to it. Please yeah. do. And I want you to hit me up and tell me what you like, too. Yeah, about that. Definitely. The best part of waking up isn't Folgers. It's the Beat Break Morning Show. Start your morning off right with Sean Garvey and the crew on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Follow Beat Break 87 FM on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Beat Break Radio.